0: Log Talk Radio.
1: To PGN where we do it more than we talk about it. Today is February the tenth, uh, twenty twenty four. Hi. It's me Carmen. I'm back. I'll be your host tonight. Happy to be back. It's been a while. I've been away for some time on family business. And I'm back. And I'm glad to be back. <laughs> glad to be back to see my uh to speak with my PGN family. Uh tonight, um wanted to talk, but before we do anything, let's just pray. Thank you, Lord, for this time that we have before you. We come before the God of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac, the God, the living God, the God that is real, the God that is true, the God that is with us. We come before you in Jesus' name, and we ask you, Father God, that you have control over everything that is said and done in this show tonight that you lead, that you guide, that you minister to your people in the ways that they need ministering to. Let my mouth be your mouthpiece, Lord. And we just praise you in Jesus' name, amen. All right. Um, tonight I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something that um, that has been in my heart um, for not just me, but for my family and for those around me. Something I've been thinking about um, a lot, and and it concerns me because um, of the time and day that we're living in right now. Um, Well, let's just get into the, the scripture tonight. It's Matthew 22, and it begins, and Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parables and said, the kingdom of heaven. I just want to make sure that I have it on. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that they were bidden to the wedding and they would not come. Again, he sent forth other servants saying, tell them which are bidden. Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings, Are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and and entreated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burnt up their city. Then says he to his servant, The wedding is ready, but they were, which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore unto the highways, and as many as ye find bid to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered therefore all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came, In to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment and he said unto him friend how comest thou in hither not having a wedding garment and he was speechless then said the king to the servants bid him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into outer darkness and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called but few are chosen many are called but few are chosen uh, have you ever gone to a wedding? Um, have you ever gone to a wedding not dressed up properly? No. When you go to a wedding, you need to dress properly. It's a special occasion. The clothing is not the same as your daily garments. And it reminds me about the garments of the Virgin, where it talks about um, that the virgins had to have garments without spots or wrinkles. Um, Many people these, these days, they go to special events and they don't care how they're dressed. They have spots, they have wrinkles. They don't even know what an iron is all about, but talking spiritually, what God is talking to us now is he's inviting everybody, the good, the bad, everybody to the wedding. And, in order to prepare there's a time of preparation for that wedding i hear women saying well i'm getting prepared even a year a year in advance or months in advance before that wedding comes when they have an invitation to go and they're preparing their clothing and um for themselves and for their family to be at that wedding because it's a special day and so we like Uh, People that go into a wedding, we need to prepare our garments, our spiritual garments, preparing ourselves for that day, that they be without spots or wrinkles. And I was thinking about all of this stuff, and it really grieved me because I don't want anyone to, to miss it. I don't want myself to miss it because the word of God says, you know, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? So, so I don't want to miss it, but I don't want others to miss it either. And we have to understand and we have to examine our lives to see what we are lacking, what we are not doing right, what uh, what we are not doing according to God's will. And so going back to um, preparing for a wedding, When you go to prepare, you go and find a dress, and you make sure that the dress is all nice, that nothing's torn in it and that it's ironed on the day that you're going to wear it. Um, And so um, you bring it to the light to make sure that you're seeing everything the way it's supposed to look. Um, And, you know, um, even for a bride, when she's getting ready for her day, for her marriage day, she has her dress. She wants to make sure her white dress doesn't have any spots or wrinkles, nothing to distract everybody from um, looking at her when she's coming into the church that they won't say, Oh, look, (laughs) her dress is torn. Her dress is wrinkled, you know? Um, And so what I'm trying to speak about is spiritually, but it has this analogies in the natural. So, We need to understand that we, especially now in these latter days, it's going to be harder and harder. There are going to be things and people that will come to distract us from walking the right way. And they can be used, or things can be used to cause us to have spots and wrinkles in our dress, in our garments, both for men and women. And so God is concerned for that, and we need to go and reach out our families, reach out our friends. And sometimes it's not always in the most comfortable um, place where we want to reach out. It may not be the perfect timing to do it, so you think. Um, I was doing some family business, and I found myself in a home, an old home that I would inherit. And um, it was the old, first old home that my parents had um, where they lived in Puerto Rico. And um, that place has a lot of memories. That's where I came out as a, a, a bride to go to church and be married and then leave my home later on and then come back and have my children and bring them home to my parents. So there was a lot of memories in those walls, memories of my nieces and my nephews being there and family members gathering for for special events in the family, birthdays and, and Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that happening in that, under that roof. Um, so as I went, I really wasn't much around other people in that house, but the Lord Um, it was almost, uh, it was like a sabbatical. It was a time for me and the Lord to be alone, to think about what was going on in my life. I had to clean the land that was not clean for years. Um, And I had uh, all by myself, I had to clean it. And it was tough. Clean walls, floors that had not been swept and mopped in years. Um, You name it, it had to be cleaned. It was filthy. And um, there was memories as I wiped the walls, wiped the rooms and cleaned the rooms and and was reminded of different things that took place. I took the master bedroom where where I was getting ready for my wedding with my mother. And I have a picture of that with me and my mother. Um, And she's there in the picture in her room. Like I was getting ready for that day, that special day. And so the Lord was touching my heart, reminding me of all these special events, but especially on that wedding day. And so he was showing me, you know, you got ready. And now, spiritually speaking, other people need to get ready. You need to get ready because I'm coming. And... It was really heavy on my heart because I didn't know how to go and approach my family. But eventually I did. And as I did and I got the courage from the Holy Spirit, he led me to say things. And some of it was tough for some of the family members, especially one family member that had died three times and God brought him back from death. And I was especially strong with that person and spoke to them and let them and told them about the Lord. If he received the Lord, if he spoke to the Lord, I do not know. The only thing I do know is that there was a bond and he got closer to me, this person. And um, there was love, a lot of love. Uh, And a lot of love between my family, even with me, they saw that it wasn't easy for me to talk to them about the Lord because I knew their ways. And but yet they were different. They were older. And I spoke to people, friends, um, people that weren't friends, new friends about the Lord. And... um, I was glad that I did on the last day of the last week that I was there, I went to church, and when I came back from church, I had this strong sense that I had to go see a cousin of mine and I was like, "Why am I?" I really had this drawing, so I called a friend and I told this friend, yeah, "Look, this is what I'm having in my heart." The friend told me, yeah, "Go ahead, go, just fill up the tank and leave." And I go, "Yeah, but one bad thing about this is, my car, the light to the brakes turned on. <laughs> that, that that was kind of stopping me because I didn't want to have an accident, and I will. Um, the brakes need work, and so um, I said." No, I'm going to go. I don't care. <laughs> so I put gas in and I went. And I went late in the afternoon past 2 o'clock to head on over there. Made it a little difficult. But as soon as I got there, I met the family member, which ran across the street and met me in the middle of the street and just hugged me and cried. They were going through um, a, a deep depression. Um Felt alone, but yet there was something beautiful about this person's face, and I couldn't understand. You know, I was like, "Wait a minute!" You know, they're saying that they were going through all this, but yet I see something different about them. So as we're talking the night through, I noticed in the living room a Bible and other books over the Bible, and you know, um, it was it looked like it had been read and It was read continuously because you could tell when people study the Bible. And I was like, okay. So the next day, well, I stayed that night. I wasn't prepared. No luggage, no nothing. I went without, (laughs) I just went with what I felt the Lord leading me to do. So I stayed the night. And then the next day, as we talked, and then we, uh, I asked questions about their, their life and they told me many things and they told me you know um i said did they know the lord and they said yes and i asked some other questions and i knew this person had been alone with the lord because they, you could tell in this person's face the glory of god was over them they didn't understand the wa- the ways of the Lord but something was happening to them but the enemy was trying to lie to them to make them think that oh you know things weren't going to be the same and so of course they weren't going to be the same they were going to be better and um we finished talking and all of a sudden the holy spirit gave me everything that i needed to say and helped them to understand what had happened in their lives, where they were at, and what God was doing in their lives as they were seeking him and why they were changed. I kept telling them, there's something different about your face. You look different. You're you're beautiful. And it was that that person was spending time with the Lord. The Lord was making them beautiful because they were spending time with the most beautiful person in the world. (laughs) So uh we parted we I prayed and they were like on sky high they were so different from when we fr- when i first got there they understood what the enemy was trying to do in their lives and they was it was wonderful it was beautiful and so i head back home the next day and uh then the no the, the day the, yeah a day later after the uh, I, after i had gotten home Um, it was time for me to leave. And um, I felt the Lord saying, anoint the property and the house. And I said, okay, okay. And so it got late. I did everything. And the Lord said, anoint the property and the house. And so I went with olive oil and I went around the property and I I prayed as the Holy Spirit led me. Funny thing is, this is for, for the glory of God. So that you understand when you listen to the Holy Spirit, the Lord knows what what he's doing in your life and why he takes you in. Sometimes we don't understand when we do certain things uh, and why we have to do them. Prophet Randy had prophesied over me about family salvation. He didn't understand all the stuff that I was going through, and I didn't even understand what I was still to to go through with family. And um, it was all true about family salvation. It was heavy on my heart. And he also prophesied about walking the the land, and I was like, oh, my God. he was so on target about what he was prophesying. And he probably didn't have no clue as to what he was saying, but he knew he was being obedient to saying it. And God gave him those words, just like God gave me the words. And God is going to give you the words to talk to your family, to love on your family, to lead them to the, wa- the ways of the Lord. He's going to do it with you too. And so, um, I want to uh, share this one joke um, <laughs> that I heard. It's about three old ladies. These three old ladies, one is 94, the other one's 96, and the other one is 98. The first one goes and says, well, I need to go take a, a shower. I'm going to go shower. So when she's done, she puts one foot out, and then the other one is still in the shower. And she goes, I don't even remember if I'm coming or going. Her memory failed her. So she calls her sister, the the 96-year-old Julia. Julia, uh, can you help me? I don't know if I'm going or I'm coming. She goes, give me a minute. I'll be up, up there in a minute. So Julia goes up the stairs. And halfway up the stairs, she goes, wait a minute. I don't know if I'm going or I'm coming. She goes, "Well, I'll call my sister, Antonia." So Antonia, she goes, "Antonia, um I'm I'm up the stairs. I don't know if I'm going or I'm coming." So Antonia, she says, "I'm so glad that I'm not like them." And she says, "Give me a minute. I'll be right there." She goes, "I'm so glad I'm not like like them." Knock on wood. "Yes, who is it?" "Coming." <laughs> This older sister, Antonia, she was just like her sisters, but she couldn't see that she was just like them. That's like a lot of people in the church. They think that they're not like other people, that they're different, that they got it all together, but they're only fooling themselves while other people are seeing this. I met this one lady. She became a friend, and um I spoke to her about um, certain things. This person believed they were a prophet, but there was nothing that she said that was prophetic. She would just carry on what other people said. And uh, unbelievers recognized that and said, oh, she'll say this, but after you say something else and she'll say that she knew that and that God had told her that. And I was like, hmm. That's kind of strange. And so one day we were talking, and the Lord gave me an analogy for her. And I told her, sometimes we want to minister to other people, and we don't realize we're out of order. Uh, Being out of order can be out of order in our lives, the way we take care of ourselves. And sometimes we don't feel well when we don't take care of ourselves. And so we are vessels. The callings are never taken away from us. But but we can um, it, uh, influence that calling in a bad way. Sort of like a washing machine that I had in the back of the house. When I first got there, I used uh, a hose, an old hose, a black hose, to uh, divert the water to a different part of the house. In the back of the house, so I could water everything. And so... Um, I noticed that that black hose over time, after washing over and over, that hose started getting pink and lighter and lighter. And what was that hose at one point was black. It was now a light pink. And I was like, oh, so it just was dirty inside. And so I gave her that analogy of that hose being dirty. And the water that goes through it gets pulls all that stuff with it. It's sort of like us. We're vessels. And we have to be careful when we minister to other people that we don't paint them with our our lives, with our disorder. Because, you know, even so, God still sees, and we're going to be held accountable for that. And so we have to be careful how we lead our lives because it could influence others in a wrong way, too. So I leave that. For those that are ministers and those that are not ministers. It's for all of us. What we do affects others. Uh, God will not take your calling away, but you will be held accountable for what you do with, with what God gives you. And so tonight, I'm going to start taking calls. And if you want to be ministered to tonight. Um, raise your hand by dialing one, and then it'll place you into the queue. Well, let's begin. Okay, um, 828-442, your name and where you're from.
2: Hi, Carmen, it's Jennifer from North Carolina. Hey, Jennifer, Jennifer, okay.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Give me a minute, and I'll get right back to you. mm. Thank you, Lord, for Jennifer. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, um I'm hearing this saying that and 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 it's not in an offensive way, but it's it's a, a way to help us to understand that if we continue doing the same things over and over again, expecting a different result, that's the definition of insanity. But when we want a difference in our lives, we change what we've done before. And there, I, I believe the Lord is going to start changing what you've done before because you've done, been there, done that, and have the T-shirt, and you're done with that because you know that that's living the crazy life. But the Lord is leading you. He's guiding you. And as you walk with him, he's going to guide you. It's not him walking with you. You're walking with him. You have to allow no longer you, but him in you to live that life. And so we thank you, Lord, for the changes that are going to be taking place. Thank you, Lord, for the guidance you're giving my sister. Thank you, Lord, because she's done. She's done with old ways. And she's ready for the new. And so we thank you, Lord, for that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe one minute here. Making sure that I have the right number. Hey, Jennifer, how are you doing? Hey, amen. Blessed.
2: Very blessed.
1: I am... How are you?
2: Um, um, yeah, just good. Just... um. I'm a little bit upheaval in my life right now, but I, um, I knew I was gonna call in tonight. I was really hoping you would be on, and I had gotten into prayer, well, length, lengthy prayer, like for a long time, hoping to hear from him. Just I really wanted to hear him clearly tonight, and you started the program off with. <laughs> the song that, um, well, he knows. And I was just like, my face was just flooded in tears because I used to sit on my bed for years, um, middle of the night for hours playing that song over and over, just wailing, wailing, just in desperation for him. And And he took me through this period where I started um, the process of bringing wholeness to my life. He led me to a book that was called The Garden Within and (laughs) um, started started this journey. And he's been speaking to me in flowers and um, I just was kind of finishing up a painting. It was a floral painting. And he was reminding me of that song and the the journey. Mm. And you know, when he's given me the word this year, um, flourish. So I've been looking up a lot of you know, doing a lot of um just studying on you know, uh, you know, flourishing in the courts of God and, and so forth. Not the world's type of flourishing, but what God you know how we flourish in him And the whole thing Today the the Pretty much Everything he's been ministering to to me Today has been Christ in me And um I just the was
3: hope of uh,
2: Yeah and I had this like vision Of like I closed my eyes Because he had asked me to start He asked me to commit to journaling With him for 40 days And um one of the things, you know, he he's like close close my eyes and to just picture him, and what I pictured was him coming into the garden of my heart, and I had seen where, like it was beautiful, it was um and you know, it wasn't weedy anymore, and because he's been cultivating it and working on it, and um I woke I've been like the last few days waking up to a voice and visions. And I really wish I had, I was just really tired the other day, but this morning I actually wrote down what it was like direction. And it kind of reminded me of the word he given me, you know, about insanity, doing the same thing over and over. Um, basically, uh, what the voice was instructing me to do was to take care of myself because... When I'm so focused on trying to take care of other people, this is, this is what I heard, that um, they're gone and I'm left stuck in the same place and not moving forward in my life and just repeating the cycle over and over. So that was confirmation and he definitely answered my prayers um, just from the beginning of the show. and you know, and throughout your word. Um, I feel like he kind of set me up for that. But just knowing that he's with me and in me and for me and walking with me just brings me a lot of peace and comfort and joy despite whatever else is going on in my life. Amen.
1: Amen. So you see that the Lord loves you, and he wants change. He wants yeah. to bring joy into your life. One thing that one day, one of my youngest sons um, told me, uh, you know, because he saw the way my TV was, I have an old, had an old TV that had problems with it and everything, and I was comfortable with it. I just let it warm up, and it came became clear, and he was like, well, mom, aren't you not happy not having things in your house, that, you know, that, it, that everybody has? And I'm like, I'm content with and I'm content without. I go, these things mm-hmm. don't make my happiness. Sometimes the more you have, the more you have to maintain. And it's not yeah. that it's bad having things, but you can't let things have you. And yeah. I'm, I've learned to be content, and no matter what comes my way, I'm content. And I enjoy myself, I think, more. One of the things that the Lord was saying and got my attention, um, and he said that he was the living God. He was the living God. He's the I am the God of Abraham, I am the God of Isaac, and I am the God the God is, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And that's in uh, Matthew 22, 32. And so what God, it was also showing me that, that it's all about loving God and loving others. He wants us to understand that everything else, um, it doesn't really matter. You know, you can have all these things, but what does it profit you if it's not going to let you be saved? It's not going to get you where you're supposed to go. So, you know, we we have to understand here in um, Matthew 22:37 says, Jesus said unto them, "Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like unto it." Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So, and it says, "On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets." And this is in Matthew. This is in the New Testament. This is not just in the Old Testament. This is in the New Testament. So, God is wanting to uh, for us to understand. We have to love others. How do we love others? Letting them know who loves them, Jesus. We have to let them know, and we have to get over ourselves. And um, we have to tell people and get uh, and just be open. And even if it means that you feel embarrassed, you've got to get over that. Because everything else that you're living is nothing compared to telling other people about the Lord. That's the only thing we're going to take with us. The day that we all go either wherever we're going. Some of us may go early. Some of us may may be here for when the Lord comes. We don't know. But we all have the same, the same um, journey, the same uh, plans that God has for us. But we can stop that or we can allow him to live through us to touch other people's lives. And um, all this other stuff means nothing if other people are not born again. My heart was so... Uh, Heavy on on, uh, salvation when I was going to Puerto Rico I didn't even realize that 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 was the reason why the Lord wanted me to go Um, I knew I had to go And I did go I found out a lot of things Some bad things that I didn't really wish that I knew But through all of that I pressed through I pressed through and I talked to others And I'm glad I did Um, Even on the last day that I was over there, while I was waiting in the airport, in that waiting area where they had all of us, um, it was one large room. Um, um, I prayed. I said, Lord, show me who I need to minister to. Because I felt it strong. Show me who I need to minister to. When I sat down, I sat down in the middle aisle. And there was nobody on the right side. Well, this one guy, tall guy, like six foot something, he comes down the aisle, and um, he goes to his seat. But somebody was in his seat, so um, he had a, the other person was already sitting down. And then um, he looked at the opposite way and saw that there was a, a window seat. So he got, and we all got out, and he we let him in, and that who the Lord had me ministering to. And I was like, oh, God, oh, <laughs> um, what are you going to do here? But I let the Holy Spirit take it and, you know, started asking questions. I was being proactive. And then before you know it, this man was in tears with all the things that the Lord had me to speak to him about. Um, he was very different. He was, He said that he was heading home a different man. And so when we got out and we were um, getting out of the plane at the terminal, at the end of the terminal, this man hugged me. And I was like, whoa. Um, I was shocked at at what had just taken place. And that that was interesting. And so we have to take chances. We'll be rejected by some, and some won't receive it, but yet some will. And then we'll be surprisingly, uh, we'll be surprised to find out that some have been already on that journey. But still, God has a reason for putting you in their lives to explain to them what's been going on in their life and where they're going, because they don't always understand, and the enemy likes to lie, lie to them. So, basically, this new beginnings, new changes for you, my sister, and uh, no more of the old. No more of the old
2: amen amen. He's definitely brought me back to the beginning, and yeah, when he um I don't know when he puts a hunger in your heart for him, like you said, nothing else matters, and the the stuff it doesn't mean any doesn't mean anything. The only thing that's on your mind twenty four seven is him and um, trying to love others and just, I'm just trying to learn how to discern, how to approach people. I did have a beautiful experience, Um, I think it was last week. It was kind of, (laughs) I had gone for a, I I was out of state and I had gone for a walk and went down a path, but just to take a photo that I, the sign, the no trespassing sign, was off. It was, it had fallen to the ground and flipped over. When I realized that, I started coming back, and there was a car that had pretty much had me locked in. A strange, unkempt individual, and um, I started talking. I saw the like crucifix hanging in the car, but uh, it. it I just thought just really thought the Lord was like, I'm with you and but there was a point where he stepped out of the car and he uh, had all these shovels in the back and he was telling me, you know, that about when he was in prison and then he told me that the shovels were in back because he used to be a caretaker and he buried people and you know, started getting kinda of nervous. Great. Yeah, it was just crazy, and it, it it turned out to be probably the one of the most beautiful experiences I've had ministering to someone. It was like for three and a half hours, and turned out his father, his mother was a a drug abuser, alcoholic, and his father yeah. was a bank robber. And he's just like Jennifer, tell me what what am I here for? He goes, who has a chance when they're Father's a bank robber, and he had some anger issues, a lot of anger issues, and um, his wife had him, and he he had her back, and he he, you know, I just prayed, we prayed, and we then we prayed again, and we prayed again, and then he took me, and he ended up being um. Caretaker for the chapel that I had actually gone to see, and he had the keys and he let me in and he played the piano for me. And then, I mean, it was just incredible how when God puts you in places, um, what he can accomplish through you. And it's yeah. just like yeah, my greatest so joy. Good. Yeah. 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 There is no greater joy in my life than. Just seeing, just loving people and just seeing them, like, renew their hope or come to know him or um, that's beautiful. You know, an
1: advice that I want to give people is that as they're ministering to other people to take care of themselves and bring things in order in their mental health, in their physical health, um, because we need to take care of ourselves and put things in order. Because we can't, how are we mm-hmm. going to go out there and, and preach something about God and be out of order ourselves? And so mm-hmm. we have to move. We have to do things. We have to, um, and, and you know when you're in a wrong place, you could tell how you're feeling and what you're not doing. It, it's time to, that, that should tell us. It's time to move on into something else. Because the Holy Spirit is not there. Right. Because when the Holy Spirit is Mm -hmm. in a place, in a, in a, a part of our lives where we're moving and we're doing, the Holy Spirit will help us. But sometimes we get into one place and we stay stuck there and emotions and everything comes with that. And you're like, what's going on? But that that should be an indicator to you. Uh oh, let's get moving out of here. This is not where God is at. Let's move on.
2: Let's yeah, move on. I think on. he he gave me that experience for my recall. 'Cause it's it's been a while since I've been I've ministered to people and you know, the whole garden thing. Like he's definitely you know calling me to remember my joy and where my joy is at um in him and you know it's just making me hunger for that and just like this is what's important this is what's important well, I, had and,
1: a, I learned a, a lesson with this one lady that i had, had befriended and she was stern with everybody that she ministered to and i noticed that other people talked about her and they were on target. Well, I was seeing the same thing they were seeing and I was like, uh-oh, she's probably not even realizing this is going on in her life, but yet God has not uh, removed her calling because she's not walking right before others. But I, I hope that what I ministered to her to help her to understand that we need to examine ourselves and be real careful when we minister to others that our disorder, whether that disorder is not taking care of ourselves or thinking a certain way um, may affect even the way that we minister to other people. Instead of helping them, we might be hurting them. And so I think mm-hmm. she got it. She she understood it. I think and that's So true, I saw that. And that was a learning. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 that hit me because I was like, if people are noticing her, And even unbelievers are noticing what she's doing. I go, I hope that I don't get to that place where I'm not noticing what I'm doing that may be affecting other people. And yet other people are noticing it where, you know, I'm oblivious to myself. I don't want to see that. That's why we need to examine ourselves and allow the Holy Spirit to change us and to um, show us what, what needs to go what needs to go so that we could be better ministers, so that we could be better at um, loving others and loving God and listening to God and doing things his way. Cause that's all it boils down to loving God and loving others. So, amen. Um, well, amen. Well, it's been good to hear you. It's been a while. <laughs> like I haven't it talked to you in a while. Yeah, well, it's always good to hear your voice, and, and I'll be moving on because I have a lot of callers on the line. And uh, God bless thank you. you for calling. It's always a pleasure. It's, it's a blessing to hear your voice. I'm glad you're doing well and that God is using you. Um, God thank bless you. you, my dear. All God right. Bless <laughs> God bless you. All right. Uh, 804-218, See your name and where you're from. 804218, your name and where you're from. Okay. They may have fallen asleep. Um, I'll come back to them. All right. Uh, 402214, your name and where you're from. Hi, honey. It's Sharon from New York.
4: I've got a bad cough, cold. (laughs) It's been a long time.
1: Yes, dear. Good to hear you. It's nice to hear you too. Give me a minute and let me pray for you and I'll come back right back. All right. Thank you, Lord, for sharing, Father God. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Sharon, um, sometimes as we get older, we may sense that or feel, and it may not be uh, what the Lord saying anything about this to you, but sometimes we may feel, because we're older, that we don't have any more use. But that's a lie from the enemy. I see you possibly thinking about that. that that there's no reason for you here on earth. What is it that, you know, what's God's purpose? You know, there is a purpose. Your grandchildren, your daughter, the wisdom that comes out of your mouth, you could not have that in your 20s or in your 30s. You have that now because you've been through some things. You've gone through some challenges. You've overcome some, some things that you couldn't have even spoken about in your younger years. And so the things that we used to value when we were young, the beauty and the young bodies and all, and the strength of our body is not the same thing that God sees now as we're older, that's more valuable than all those things. The wisdom that comes from the Lord, the wisdom that comes from the Lord, and that's what the Lord has given you. And so as you allow the Lord to continue to use you and touch you and, and as you spend time in the Word, you know, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So as you start seeking him more and more and, and understanding his ways, the more wisdom you'll have to your family. And so we thank you, Lord, for that wisdom and sharing, Father God. I thank you, Lord, because of the things that she valued when she was young. She sees something different, is more valuable in your sight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing and continue to do in her life. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's see. Sharon. Hi.
4: Hi, honey. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's been on my mind a lot. You know, when nothing works, your body doesn't work, and... You know, you don't want to be a burden.
1: Yes, but it's that's God wants you to take your focus on that because that's a lie from the enemy. Yeah, you're not yeah. a burden. Your wisdom and your the challenges that you've had in your life and the things you've gone through with prayer and asking God to help you is what has gotten you here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's I what should
0: you're know better.
1: Yeah, that's what's going to help you to teach your family. That's a leg- spiritual legacy that you'll leave behind. But it's not your time yet. It's not your time yet. There's still more for you to do. Your grandchildren need you. Your daughter needs you. You have to stop thinking of, of things the way that you used to think about them. It's God's ways, not our ways. Right. Sometimes we're the God gives us more. In our older years than when we were young, we just had bodies, but we didn't have any knowledge. We didn't have an understanding of anything. We didn't have wisdom. As we learned and grew, that's where we got it. And so I've seen those challenges in my aunts and uncles. One of them is in particular is having a hard time with it. and And I had to explain this to him so that he could understand. He is valuable there's still a lot for him to do sure. and oh my goodness he's just changed his body his posture changed his attitude changed
4: well i'm he, sure he was, he was such a, a blessing yeah my my he, son-in-law is from puerto rico so oh yeah my uh my daughter and her family they always go oh uh-huh. yeah Caracas. yes you think is the name of it, it? caguas uh-huh. what caguas no it begins with a c there's a c uh there's calle there's uh, caguas um i don't
1: know I all the cities i don't know
4: that, that might be it yeah
0: <clears throat> uh, about
4: oh, an i
1: think
4: not know from that about to- you yeah.
1: oh okay Okay. Uh, wow, I didn't know um, that about you, that you, you had a son-in-law that was Puerto Rican. It is beautiful out there. It's gorgeous. Uh, never, a lot of people I've are living there. Oh, but Yeah, the my daughter, horrible. you
4: know, they were thinking about getting something there because it's so much less expensive. But yeah.
1: She's but she got a really good job here.
0: Yeah,
4: uh, but it, it comes with its
1: challenges, too. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm
4: sure it does. Especially with the yeah. the weather.
1: <clears throat> oh yeah, and I was sweating up a storm, especially working hard. <laughs> that is you yeah, definitely need air conditioning.
4: <laughs> when, oh, I know. Um I remember when Maria hit um my son-in-law's father was mm-hmm. supposed to be getting dialysis. You know everything's down and you can't get through, and
0: mm-hmm. you're
4: not going to believe it. So I got a hold of the Red Cross here, or in Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they called the Red Cross in his area, and they went and got him. Oh wow! Him wow. Yeah, it was really. I mean, oh, they wow. actually did that, even when everything was just yeah. a mess. You know. But that's yeah, that very cool.
1: important. Yeah. I have family that. members that are on that and it, it is important. It's a lifesaver to them. Um, wow. Yeah. But um, one of the things that we have I, to learn is to honor our, our our elderly family and understand they're still valuable. And then, oh, I sat down and spoke with my aunts and uncles and I li- just listened. To the things that they had to say, and I learned stuff. I learned things yeah. from them, and they felt right. so good just, you know, letting hear someone hearing what they had to say, and, you know, it was beautiful. The interaction mm-hmm. was beautiful. I learned a lot, and so you have a lot to offer, and you don't even realize it. your time is not yet. Your grandchildren need you. Your daughter needs your wisdom, and I know you've been a woman that has done a lot, and so um, your prayers are very important. Prayers can change things. And so yeah. there's that, that one thing as we get older that we know how to reach out and know how to um, get a hold of God <laughs> like we never did before. <laughs> That's another thing. So there's so much to you, Sharon, that God is going to continue doing and even improving on and adding on and just allow yourself to be used by him and focus on what he wants you to focus on right, don't right. allow the enemy to to lie to you okay
4: yeah, yeah um, if you would please pray for restoring my health, I need to get well so I can do yeah. things
1: uh, are you eating right are you uh throwing things in, yeah, order in just your just, uh,
4: I've had this okay. horrible, like, cold in my head and now in my upper part of my lungs right. and the coughing for over a week. really bad.
1: Just something as simple as, I'm going to ask you this. Um, have you been using a hat when you go out, a scarf when you go out? Because our head and our <laughs> neck. I don't even do my,
4: I, don't, I went to the doctors and it was, you know, in Manhattan. Uh and it was a a hospital-type place. And then the next couple days, I was just so sick, so I must have picked something up when I was out. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what Prophet Randy says, you know, the pomegranate juice, the echinacea, that all helps to fight and bring your immune system up. And so um, eating fresh uh, things, you know, fruits, sugary food, um, you have to be careful which ones you ha- you have, but you know fresh things that go through your body and uh, a lot of water water too. we need to drink a lot of water to hydrate because a lot of times when we mm-hmm. don't drink water, um, we dehydrate real quick, and as we get older, our ability to recognize when we have uh we're thirsty seems to go away, and we you don't recognize mm-hmm. it until. You're, it's too late. So having uh, a special Hi. bottle where you can mark what you've drank for the day, and that way you can record what you've been doing. Uh, so drinking water, um, you know, is good. And squeezing a little lemon, that also helps to detox. And eating fresh, fresh food, good food, um, you know, well-balanced. Yeah. Um, talk to your doctor about that or maybe a nutritionist to help you. To uh, to know what would be best for your body.
4: Yeah, it's uh, there's just a lot of challenges to being able to get that food. You know, I don't have a car. I can't walk very mm-hmm. well.
1: Um, well, frozen so, foods, You know, they're still packed with vitamins. You can get frozen um, fruits and stuff like that, and put them in the refrigerator in I the I freezer. Do. I, have, yeah. I have
4: I have some strawberries. I try to. Yeah.
1: I remember one lady, a minister, that, that that said, you know, there's always a way. There's always a way and we can um you yeah. know, either frozen or, you know, even spinach. Frozen spinach you can, you know, saute it and you have spinach, you know, that's gre green thing. There's always a way, yeah. you know, um uh, to getting it. Yeah. And there's um, you know, Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, try to get creative with that. And um, add more frozen stuff or, you know, I wouldn't recommend too much canned food because the canned food, yeah, I mean, if you have to, you take it, but um, it has too much salt in it. But um, the frozen food, you know, just get what you're going to eat for that that week, no more, because some people, they just stuff their refrigerator because they freak out and they they go into this fear panic and, you know, the refrigerator is full and they never get to that food. They never eat the right food. So sometimes, you know, spending less and having what you need for each week is better than filling your refrigerator up and then wasting all that food. I know people that do that, and they fill their refrigerators, and they don't eat it. Later on, they don't eat it. So, you know, for each week, for each week, or if you can't, well, at least frozen. Frozen. Yeah. Okay? All right. Well, it's been good to hear you. Uh, Let's pray for your help. Okay? Give me a minute. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we lift up Sharon up to you. Father God, we pray that you give her wisdom as to what to put in her temple. Because her body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We ask you, Father God, that you guide her. her, And um, even what she's putting in her mind each day to replace it with the word of God that if she is fearful, that she looks for scriptures that counterattack those things. And she said the the scriptures of joy, scriptures of, of, of good things, Lord. And so we thank you, Father God, because of the wisdom that you're giving her. And um, Lord, use her, use her mightily to minister to her family in love, whether it's through words, whether it's, Something their family member needs, a, a cooked meal, something simple, a dessert. Father God, that she would present it with so much love, so that they could see that they are loved. And so we thank you, Lord, because you're touching her, you're healing her, and most of all, you're you're touching her innermost heart. Thank you, Jesus, and you're going to use her mightily in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: All right. Amen. Okay. Sharon. Thank
1: you for your time. God, bless, God you, bless you, my you. dear. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Talk soon. bye okay. All right. Uh let's go back to
5: eight zero four two one eight. Eight
1: zero four two one eight. Oh,
3: this is angie.
1: Oh, hi, Alright, give me a minute, I'll I'll come right back to you. Let me pray for you. Sure. Sharon. Thank you, Lord, for Sister Angie. You know, Angie, I'm just, I'm seeing something. I'm seeing like you standing, and I'm seeing your hands really white and your legs really white, and I'm sensing that something about vitamin D. Something about vitamin D, like you're lacking vitamin D, and and you're you're. I just see a lot of white around, <laughs> like your hands and your legs are white, and it's like you're not getting enough sun. You're not getting enough sun, and uh, maybe it's the vitamin D that I'm 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 getting. I'm picking up on. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for Sister Angie and her body, Father God. And we just pray, Father God, that you show her even the simplest thing as maybe five, 15 minutes a day, just a little sun out in the, in the outside and just, you know, a nice little walk. Oh, That's going to lift her mood, her spirits, even as she walks, and it's going to be for her health. I sense that's going to be not only for for healthy for your body, but healthy inside. Yep, that's what it is. That's what it is. Thank you, Lord, for Sister Angie and for her life, for her health. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Angie. Hello. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Kyle. Welcome back! <laughs> thank you. It's good to be back. I miss my PGN family. <laughs> How are you?
5: I'm doing well, thank you. I just called in just to
1: say hi. Hey. <laughs> hey, thank you for the
5: prayer. <laughs> and yeah, yes, I probably. And actually, I've been thinking. I said, well, I need to start walking. So that's a uh-huh. good confirmation. Because I had, yeah. I, I, it has been a while, you know, I've had trouble. I broke my leg, you know, and then I, for that, I had that surgery and it's been, you know, I was lucky to get to the mailbox and back for a while there. So, mm. wow. you know, it's been, a, it's been a slow progress, but I'm ready to start walking, and get, you know, and getting more exercise. And I've been telling myself tell for the you. last... <laughs> Last month, yeah, at least the last month to get 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 it going, you know, get into a routine here. Oh wow, Aww. so but make sure you're, you have you're a good spot on, to- my lady, spot on. <laughs> so yeah, and I really sure don't have take the good to- no? Yeah, I I I do have great. I have some really
1: good shit. and inserts too, okay. so. Yeah, yeah. grab your, your ankles well, because, you know, as we get older, our ankles, if you don't exercise them, they kind of get weak. And while you're walking, you can even, you know, a misstep, and you, you just twist at your ankle. And so right. wearing good shoes Um, carry well, a walking stick you, one of the two, huh? At least take
5: a walking yeah, stick just,
6: if you don't.
5: Yeah. I don't know if I – I don't think I have any uh, – Thing that goes over, I have good uh, the sash use, the they're kind of on the pricey side, but I also have those inserts that cost a whole lot of money too to get to build back up my uh, yeah, muscle underneath true. my ankles, yeah, because oh, uh, plant- flat, you know, you, you you yeah, plant, plantitis or whatever, where you, where you, you know, it, it, it falls, it gets it drops or whatever and it doesn't Uh get better uh you have to build the muscle back up it'll continuously get worse from what i understood until i got these inserts but now it's improving and i'm building the muscle underneath yeah it's from wearing the wrong shoes it's but you know but i used to wait tables too and Uh
0: uh
5: you know you wore different type shoes and you're on your feet a lot so I can remember it, it before I hit 30 that I, I, when I would get up, I would be like, oh, my feet still hurt, you know, and have to go, you know, yeah. do it all over again. So it, yeah. it, it's just from being young when and uninformed. Hurt, <laughs> yeah, when your feet hurt, your whole body hurts. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Yeah, well, that's anyway.
1: what I was seeing. I, I, I was seeing your legs really white, so um I think the vitamin D as you come out and get some sun um, uh-huh. that would be good for yeah. you, but do it yeah, at I'm not, not, I'm not, do it do it early but not midday because that's the worst time to be out, you know when uh. the sun starts you know going a little down, then you can you know go out when the sun sun is not as strong. Right. Well, I'm
5: a, I'm in me. the east. I don't have strong sun right now. We we're lucky that oh. it, by by noon it might be shining. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're we're well. a little on the breezy breezy cool side. We're not down there in the uh, uh southern hemisphere as much. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but we're still we need the we're sunlight. still southern, but we're we're the top end of southern. We're 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 kissing northern. <laughs> oh, okay. We're kiss, okay, we're kissing we're kissing the north
1: and connected to the south. Can tell you this is Virginia. <laughs> uh, it does,
5: and it does something
1: for your mood too. Um Having walks and being in the sun, it does amazing things to oh, your Oh, absolutely!
5: Mood. I love being outdoors. I used to work outdoors all the time. You know, after my after waiting tables, but yeah, I was landscaper. So you know, I spent I worked outside, and you know, haven't done that since 2018. I can
1: tell you that. Yeah, my my aunts were like concerned for me. They were like, "You've been out there. You're getting too dark." (laughs) I got I got (laughs) an earful from my aunt. I'm like, "Yeah, but who's gonna do it if I don't do it?"
7: Right,
1: right. But, so, yeah. But
7: it was, yeah, good. I understand.
1: It was a good feeling. Yeah, it was a good feeling to be out in the sun and getting sunshine, but it was it was rough because there was a lot of stuff in the terrain, a lot of rocks and I mean, I had to pile rocks on the sides. Uh, it was a lot it was a lot of work. It's still I didn't finish everything, but for the most part, almost everything is is pretty much done except for some things that I still need to work on, you know I what I like about that
5: doing that well, you know what I like definitely. about doing those kind of jobs. It looks like a big mess, but it's such a rewarding feeling to look yep. at, at the at the results when you finish there, mm-hmm. there you, you can you feel a sense of accomplishment because not only did you physically do it now you can physically see the results of it. It's gratification. Mm-hmm. Really.
1: Yeah, and the neighbors yeah. were like, you're going little by little, but in your little by little, you've done a lot.
5: <laughs> right.
1: right. Um, you know, I'm just one little old lady. <laughs> but I, I got a lot done. I mean, I was amazed, too, I, how much I had accomplished. But and, and, how, is, and,
5: and what a difference it made. And what a difference it oh, made. Gave it a whole yeah, different look. Yeah,
1: yeah. beautiful. That's, That's beautiful.
5: A, right. That's what I'm saying. You get that. You know, a sense of accomplishment, you can actually see the results of the action that you took. That's yeah. what's really rewarding about it. Yeah, maybe that's, it, what, it, maybe it, that's it, why I did it. I did that for a long time, too. It's
1: so, just wonderful to be on the outside. It, it's and no, it's funny that the song that I play today is about the garden and. Um, <laughs> When we allow ourselves to be used by the Lord, we're his garden and he loves to see what he's done in our lives. It's all for his glory, not for ours, for his glory. And so we get a little sense of how that feels when we do work outside. And uh, it was a lot of praying out there. People probably thought I was crazy because I was like babbling to the Lord all day long. (laughs) But it was, it was good.
5: it's a kind of job that only God to go with you to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how true. you like me now? <laughs> yeah, oh okay. man, I, I that, well. that, that, yeah. You don't get many volunteers
1: for that. Oh no, no! At the end of the day, <laughs> when you t- took a nice cold shower, um, it felt good.
3: <laughs> right, right. In the heat
1: all day long. But um yeah. It it is good. It's good to get out and get out in the sun Absolutely. for at least fifteen minutes. Um, it does something for your mind, for your your body, for your Oh uh, yeah, that's um, what the
5: vitamin during the uh I think it was during the flu epidemic. They discovered that light was healing, so therefore they started moving all the patients in their beds out into the out into the sunlight and they got better.
0: Mm.
4: Ah,
5: yeah. Yeah. oh yeah 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 so yeah, they started bringing them out that's right Mhm. yeah so.
1: wow well well it's been wonderful talking to you sister angie it's always good to talk to you especially about health things health
5: things what yeah go ahead i was just gonna uh say that it makes it make it makes a big difference when you get out there and start moving your body, taking in the sunshine, appreciating God's creation that you're working through your hands. You know, you can see it when you're out there the the squirrels, the rabbits, or the you know, the animal life. The tree well, life Well, I was seeing the iguanas.
3: <laughs>
1: Iguana. Yeah, they were huge, real large. Every time I would cut, the, you know, the land, oh, my goodness, it was like salad time for them, and they would just come running. I had four at one time. They were eating all the, the grass that they can get, and it was like, and they weren't afraid of me at first, but then one of them got caught on a fence, and it died, and I had to chop it and cut it with a machete. And I got uh-huh. rid, and I guess the blood was on the the fence, and after that, they were all afraid of me <laughs> so yeah well well I, I
5: hate to, I, well that's what they they used to say that would keep away if you if you uh left a dead snake, keep the other snakes away. Stuff like oh, that. That's okay. a whole thing. So they probably smell smelled smelt the blood of it and they felt that there was a predator around so therefore they backed off.
1: They they oh, well I that cut thing. that sucker's head off. It was a huge one and then it was I was like, Oh God, what do I what do I do this? So I was like chopping from you know, looking the other way and just
7: chopping. <laughs> but I did it. Because he was caught it. he
1: was he was dead but caught up in the fence, right? Yes, yes, it was. It struggled, it it, it died there, uh, it couldn't get by, so um, there was blood because it was trying to, you know, scratch to try to get out, but it couldn't, um, it was too late. I could have pulled it out, but I didn't know it was there, but then, uh, you know, I had to kill it, finish cutting the body up. And you, so had the you had to finish yes. the job, didn't you? You had to finish the job. You you're already <laughs> impaled. it
5: was too late. So, you know, oh. I get it. Me and the machete. You <laughs> The great iguana slayer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would see me, and they would run after that.
8: <laughs>
5: they wouldn't budge before, but then after that, they were like, oh, she's going to get us. <laughs> Well, oh, they, that's, good. that's good. They moved out of your way so you could do the job without be, being uh, uh-huh. bothered with them. by the iguana. Oh. Yeah,
1: they, that's they, like oh, a they big
5: go bug. I have buck, I'm a landscaper, but I have bug phobia when I come across a yellow screen spin around and start back to work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. You know how you right, pick Angie. up rocks and find so. Anyway. Say that again. I said. I said. Uh, yeah, I would pick up rocks and find bugs. Ho- holler, scream, get all freaked out, then go back to work. You know what I mean? But it's still, well, you know, wigging
1: out. Ta-
7: I got so ta- I get
1: by, by the red ants. I mean, I, the ants over there where where I was was. They were special. Once they bite you, they they uh, create an infection that you need to pop it afterwards. It was gross. I mean, I had attacks from those from being That's in the fire land. fire ants, but, isn't it? Yeah, aren't they called fire yeah. ants? They're the fire so ants are a little bit will... different than than the fire ants. These are more these are more vicious. And uh, but uh, eventually, I got the swing of things. I, I wore my dad's old boots, and I was in there. I was you know back in there with my machete and my boots and my shovel <laughs> i bet you you I was outside anybody get a picture <laughs> no i was all by myself so i i had to do it um but I, the land i cleared it out of rocks um and the lord was speaking to me through that too you know how we have to um move these things out of the land before we can plant and the rocks they get in the way so we you know cultivating the land it takes work cultivating our lives takes work we have to uh, remove certain things in our lives to be able to to have the you know the land clear so that you can have it prepared for whatever you're going to plant later on but it takes preparing it and so we have to prepare ourselves and well, we are God's, God's garden and so it was just appropriate to have that song today Amen. Amen. I enjoyed Amen. it very much. All right. All right, Sister. All Andy, uh I have other callers tonight, but I've always enjoyed having you on my call. Thank you. God bless. God God bless you.
5: All
3: right.
9: Okay, let's see. All right.
1: I do all right. Uh next caller 111 111 your name and where you're from barbara from texas okay. hey sister barbara give me a minute let me let <laughs> me put you on, on mute and i'll be right back with you father god we just thank you for our sister sister barbara father god you know I'm seeing you with that a basket of fruit it's the fruit of the holy spirit um and I see you offering it to others. you're offering it you know uh, for them to to have sometimes the fruit that we have in our lives is not just for ourselves it's for 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 other people sometimes they just pick on the fruit in our lives Sometimes we give it away On purpose And so I see you giving it away Giving it away I see you giving it away with a smile I see you holding a basket With different fruit Different fruit but it's all the fruit The fruit Not the fruits, The fruit of the spirit And so we thank you Father God For the the things that you're doing in her life For Showing her when to to offer it up to who to offer it up not everybody will understand and not everybody um um is hungry and so i thank you lord for the keen eyes the discernment that she has father god you know what sonara roko i see discernment that you're you're really discerning of what you're giving away because you know that you just can't give your your fruit to everybody Because not everybody is going to take it Some will trample on it And it will be wasted And so God is giving you that discernment To know where, when to give it away And I see a lot I see a lot, a lot to go around So we thank you Father God For what you're doing In Sister Barbara's life I give her more So that she can give more In Jesus name Thank you Lord Amen Hello, yes. hello, Sister Barbara. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
6: Excited.
1: Yes. yes. What is that? Are you experiencing that already, or is there oh, yes, something yes. yet to come? Um,
6: yes, I was getting the word. Um, how do I say that basket? What I was seeing was the—is uh, it called a cornucopia? Cornucopia.
3: Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah.
6: And that's what I saw. Oh, okay. I like, let's see. Uh, it was just plenty. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, I see a new season, a new season of great favor. Thank God. Um, yeah. I know most people see of that your during thankful Thanksgiving. Thankful
1: heart. Yes yes. yes, yes. Because of your thankful heart, you're giving. You're giving, because that's what we yeah. do. When we're thankful to God and we we appreciate what He does, we're we're able to give freely because freely we receive and freely we give. Amen. Yeah.
6: Amen. Wow. And uh, so then he gave me a song. <laughs> it was called the Honeycomb Song. So honeycomb. when I had Alexis playing it, yeah. And I told her, I said, would you play me a honeycomb song? And she said, she named the song and said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, it said, and I never turns it off. I just let it play day and night, just feasting off of it. And I said, oh, God, taste you're so see. kind.
1: And what do you do with fruit? You taste. You taste it. You mm-hmm. eat it.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you're you're going to give
1: that away Show, show other people yeah. that As they taste and see They'll know that God is good Wow mm-hmm.
6: Oh yes. that's beautiful And he was Telling me like it's just like an Endless blessing He said there's no ending He said this is what happens He said when I reward them That never threw in the towel Never gave up That fought. And until, you know, how you how Jesus was crucified and when they hung him up just to make sure he was dead, they took the the um the, the, spear? the thing and the spew and stuck it right up his chest in the lower part of the rib cage, you know, and I'm like, Lord, how do I how do I comprehend all this? I said, because, you know, when we go through trials, tribulations, and we test things and we pass the test, and the Lord says, see, when you pass the test of the trials and tribulations, you know, it's not like one or two. It's like years of it and Mm -hmm. years and years. He said, see, one thing about me, I have benefits. And I get rewards for those at labor months.
0: <laughs>
6: and I said, yeah. okay. So I started just writing everything down. And um, I was just tickle, you know, just, just, you know, because of the way he was talking to me, you know, about how he want to bless his children and being fruitful, mm-hmm. you know. And I said, well, okay. And when you give up your life and you bled and died, you know, and you try to pass it on to the next generation and the next and the next and, and just keep going, keep going I said, well, then there's no ending And so, but I'm just grateful, you know, what he's uh, had me to do in my quiet time I still miss all the songs mm-hmm. and everything The right song <laughs> And I basically well, I have the song playing I just got wow. it down super low Oh
1: my goodness How yes. wonderful just, to hear that
6: Yes So I've just <laughs> been You're more at a peace And just Staying in that You know the knowing that protects you realm and I just Rest in it that secret place And you get everything mm-hmm. All the answers you want And sometimes yes. it goes days weeks Months, years—it's um, just different seasons, and yes. so that's what I see. I saw a different season, and that's coming. what
1: people, elderly people, people in their golden years, need to understand that mm-hmm. just because they're in their golden years, that doesn't mean that's the end. No, it's, it's a season.
6: No, it's the beginning.
1: Yeah, it's a season it's for something different you know, that God has for you to give, for God has for you mm-hmm. to prepare in something new. And so um, I see that. I, I think men have a harder time with that. Um, And mm-hmm. I've noticed that women, you know, they have a hard time with, you know, that season. But I think men have a harder time letting go of their youth. Um, I, I saw that in, in Within my family I, I was watching the elderly men And they were like They can't handle it And so uh-uh. I especially encouraged them To understand That no, this is just another season And it's good things, new things Different things Things that uh-huh. they didn't know before That it they didn't do before That, that they need to um, Walk in Because it will also bless their families their grandchildren, their children, you know. Can you imagine a a life without grandparents and without, you know, parents? I mean, Ah, when you miss them, you realize, wow, you know, I I wish I had them around, you know. Uh But um, they leave you with all the wisdom that they taught you. And so while they're living, while we're living, this is when we have to go out there and and pour out into our family as much as – possible, even if it's just time sitting down with them and talking about a child's yeah. behavior. Um, mm-hmm. You know, well, why are you doing this? You know, and being there, a mm-hmm. mediator for the parents, helping. There's so many ways, so many things, whether it's teaching mm-hmm. a child how to bake a cake or a, a, a right. grandson how to work on a car. No, this is how you do it, son, you know. Um, that wisdom that you gain spiritually, physically, the things that you learn through life, how to handle people, all that needs to be mm-hmm. um done through the family through the uh, those that are, have the wisdom to to sit down and the patience to 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 talk to listen. to, to sing, mm-hmm. and you know to help you to understand this is how life is um in a loving way, so that you know. Right they can go go further mm-hmm. you know i remember my grandparents and all i learned from them and their work ethics and how i wish mm-hmm. they were around to share to have them share with me what they did and i don't have them anymore so take advantage and be there for your families those that are elderly yeah. to be
6: there for your yeah. families yes what,
1: god that's has a purpose
6: Amen. You know, you don't Um, know what a big blessing you are. mm -hmm. Go ahead. ahead. Right, because I have some coming over, and I had no idea he was, my nephew was bringing me some flowers because I had something for him. And when Mm -hmm. he picked it up, and then I said, would you give your mother these two outfits? And he said, oh, she's going to have her fit. She's going to love these. And then I said, well, here's my father's uh, briefcase she may want to go through it and pick out some things that she wants and the rest she mm-hmm. can get rid of. And so when I did that he said he said, "Annie, can I give you these bouquet of flowers?" I said, "Oh, you should give them to your mom." He I he said, "No, these are for you. I just wanted to show you how much I love you." He said I felt you've been born in my- his
1: life and and he felt it. He and he was trying to yeah. show you that you were blessing him, you see. Yeah. Imagine a life without uh, Granny Barbara or Mama Barbara. <laughs> Nana. <laughs> yeah, Nana. They call me well. I'm auntie to
6: him, but but they call me Nana because they say well, you don't look like mm-hmm. a grandmother. So, so they 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 mm-hmm. give me gifts and hugs and love and say Nana, can I sit see? with you? I say I say sure. And the, then the five-year-old say, she'll just reach over, can I hold your hand? And she'll just hold it, and she'll rub it, she'll massage it, and she'll just want to, just to hold. So then the little the little one-year-old reached up and looked. Her big old eyes just start looking, and she tried to figure it out. So we grabbed her hands and started holding hers, and she laid back down and just had the most peaceful look. <laughs> I said, oh my God, this is 11 grand babies.
1: Look at me. And at they my know what love right is. Now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, had, I felt the love from my uh, older aunt. And they, now that uh-huh. I don't have my parents around, they were like mothering me. <laughs> and yeah. it felt so good. It felt real good. Mm-hmm. I had one aunt that was always calling me on Sundays. Hey, if you're not doing anything, come on over. I have I have uh food done. Um, just let me know mm-hmm. if you're coming. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, my aunts want me around them, and you know, it felt good to have my cousins and laughing about things that we all did when we were younger and what our grandparents did and all that stuff. Right. It felt good to 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 love mm-hmm. on them and people don't realize that they're getting away now our society is getting away from that even our neighbors mm-hmm. don't say hello anymore and so we got to change things we got to pray for our neighborhoods love on our neighbors yes. love on our family and and just because yes. society is you know going crazy doesn't mean we all have to go crazy
6: <laughs> thank you
2: Amen.
6: So and you know yeah. what my birthday is coming up on the 16th and they said nana oh what do you want for your birthday? I say, I don't know. She said, well, did you tell anybody? I said, I told God. <laughs> they, well, Mark, they were like, well, what do you want to do? I say, it's always a surprise. I never know. I said, Does I never... Uh uh-huh. know. My brother's is today, the day is the 10th. So my deceased brother, his is the 10th. And so mine's is the 16th and my granddaughter that's twenty two. She's uh her birthday's on the eighteenth. And then my oh, my baby daughter is on the twenty sixth. Okay. So I don't know what they have planned. Well happy
1: birthday. Happy birthday week to you.
6: Yeah. That you have many up. more.
1: May the Lord bless you.
6: Yes, he healthy and strong. Peace Amen. of mind and my life, health and strength That's That's what I look forward to, you know. Mm. So I'm just excited. Thank you for coming on. The Lord told me to call. I looked at it. It was 843, and I looked back. I said, oh, let me call in.
1: So (laughs) I've just been resting in his presence. Nice to hear your voice again. Well, God bless you, you, and you have a wonderful birthday week.
6: You too and I, I know you had a wonderful trip because um uh, even though you were naming things but my shirt says Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wearing a dress shirt with the palm trees on it. And it uh-huh. has on there fifteen ninety three science. <laughs> 1950, E nineteen fifty nineteen no, it's a fifteen ninety three. Uh Puerto Rico. 90- Oh, what is that? Oh,
1: 1593.
6: Not, i 1593. I don't have an idea what it is. <laughs> and it has a word called S-I-N-C-E. But anyway, I uh, it was bought. It was a gift. Every time they travel, they buy me different things. Aww. And so it was a beautiful dress. And my, my prayer pastor at church, she would always take pictures of it. And I had no idea you would bring it up tonight. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been there for a while. It was it was wild. But uh I'm back um, and I'm happy to be back. I'm glad to be home.
2: Yeah. Um I, I yeah. miss
1: them all over there, but I'm I'm glad to be home. Yes. Yeah. All it's right, like sister home. Barbara.
6: Love you. thank you. Love you
1: too. God bless you. Bye bye. Five six one two zero one, your name and where you're from? 561201. Hello? Okay, I'll come back to them later. Okay, 225270, your name and where you're from? Hello? I'm Jacqueline from Louisiana. Okay. All right, give me a minute, I'll pray for you and I'll come back.
5: Okay. Okay.
1: Thank you, Lord, for Sister Jacqueline, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for for her life. You know... Uh, I sense that the Lord is giving you creativity, creativity, creativity to uh, do new things, do new things. Uh, I see you like working with your hands, um, doing things, uh, creating things, but, you know, um, it's almost like you're creating things uh, uh, um, to produce, to produce, creating things to produce, to produce something and that, that will have value and um, value for you and for others. I'm not sure what that is, um, but I see you um, working hard at it and enjoying it. And so you're doing something with your hands. Uh, I see you bent forward. Doing something with your hand, producing something, and so uh, I'm not sure if that's that's planting. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, you know, it, it might be planting. I see planting, and so um, you're getting informed with planting, and uh, you're enjoying that that part of you right now. It's almost like stirring a, a part of you that you didn't know you had the knack for. And so, thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, for Sister Jacqueline, Father God, for just touching her life and allowing her to be creative, creative in you, for that creative side. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right, let's see. Okay, there we go. Sister Jacqueline, how mm-hmm. are
5: you? All right.
1: How how's everything?
5: Okay. Everything okay.
1: God bless. God bless you too. Do you have anything for us tonight? No,
3: I don't have anything tonight.
1: Well, well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good to hear you. Thank you. Are you are you still walking?
5: No, I, I haven't been walking lately. I just walk in the house. I haven't been walking down the street or nothing. I just walk oh, in the okay. house a lot.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of cold, huh?
5: Been kind of cool, yeah. It's warming oh, up okay. some, so I'll probably start
1: back. Okay. Well, that's good. Always, you know, keep your walking shoes moving. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. I enjoy walking. God bless you. I love uh, having you. you on. Nice to hear you. Thank no, you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Two, five, one three four two. your name and where you're from.
7: Hey, Sister Latrice from Alabama.
1: Oh, Sister Latrice from Alabama. Okay, one moment. Thank you, Jesus, Latrice. Thank you, Lord, for... I I'm, I'm sensing that you're feeling tired. You're feeling tired, and you just want to rest. And so uh I'm sensing that the Lord says, come and rest in me, and you'll see. It's almost like uh you feel like you're getting too old to do the things that you used to do and that you, you think you need to keep doing. But the Lord, as you spend time with him, sometimes we have to vamp things up a little more than normal because we're running on empty. And so uh we need a full tank. And so the Lord says, come to me and I'll give you rest. Come to me and I'll give you true physical rest, not only spiritual, but physical rest. You will sense it. And so I thank you, Lord, for that rest, that rest that will renew her and that will make her strong, and that when other people, young people, go to her side, and they'll say, I can't keep up with her. But that's because you have the right fuel, and they don't. And that's the fuel of the Holy Spirit filling you up, filling you up, filling your cup. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in my sister's life. Because as she gets full, she's going to pour out onto others. Help her, Father God, to always stay full. Always stay full. Full, full, full. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Continuously full. Continuously full. In Jesus' name. Sometimes we want to help so many people and then sometimes we forget about ourselves. And we have to learn balance in God's order. God's order is filling ourselves to be able to give, but not depleting ourselves in order to give. Because then we, are not, we, can't, we can't run. And then it's harder for us to, to fly. <laughs> so we thank you, Lord, for the things that you're teaching her and that you're showing her. Thank you for her life. Thank you for our, our sister. She is special to us. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's see. Sister Latrice? Are you there? Yes,
7: ma'am. How, how you are say? you? Hello? Hello.
1: Yes, how are you?
7: Okay. It is well. I am a little tired. I'm not feeling the best, but God, it is well mm-hmm. in spite of.
1: Amen. Yes. yes, but you know, there's been times where, where I have felt tired, and as I spend time in the presence of the Lord, it's almost like He's giving me a shot in the arm. <laughs> he's
4: revving oh, me up, yes. and I'm like,
1: yeah, it's like, well, or or there's been times where I didn't want to go to church, and then after I get out of church, I was like, wow, I feel different, you know, and I'm glad that I went, because if I hadn't, I wouldn't have felt the way that I did. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. sometimes we think it's just spiritually, but the spirit, spiritual um, goes into the natural, and it touches the, our physical bodies, too. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in my sister's life and what you're going to continue to do for her because she's faithful. She's faithful not to be a stagnant uh, vessel, but a vessel that constantly gives away and receives, gives away and receives fresh, fresh, fresh anointing. Lord, I'll give her a fresh anointing in the name of Jesus. In the Amen. name of Jesus. God. Thank you. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Fresh yes, anointing. And Touch and fuse every part of our body. In Jesus' name. Amen. In
7: Jesus' name. But well, that yeah. is it. And All right. I, sister. I, I, I was requesting prayer or if you uh-huh. would agree with me as touching regarding my finances. And I need to, um, I have to finish packing this house uh, or I could get, well, something like that. I'm going to have a house built. I have to get everything. That's
0: why
7: you're so tired. Absolutely. uh, That's why. Wow. You never know how much stuff you have until you get ready to pack or move. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, so I got to get it out. Just take one room at a time. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, no, I'm, I'm down to the crunch. I need to get out now. Oh, and, really? Uh, oh, no wonder. Wow. So, yeah, oh, yeah.
5: No wonder you tired.
7: It has been one thing after another, but we do tell the Lord thank you and that he will, um, I need favor concerning a matter of a hearing that I'm having. I ask that God uh, shows favor uh, for me regarding this matter.
1: Okay. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, you see everything that Sister Latrice is going through right now, physically, financially, and in the situations in in uh, in the hearings, Father, in the courts, Father God. And so, Father, first of all, I ask you, Father God, to bless her finances and protect her her wallet, her bank account, Father God. I pray, Father God, that uh, that you bless her in that area, Father God. Give her wisdom, Father God that uh, as she is faithful to give to the kingdom of God, that you will multiply to her. Press down, shaken together, overflowing. Lord, I just pray, Father God, for this time that she's packing in her home. Give her um, the quickness and, Lord, revamp her energy, Father God, because it's a lot when you move. It takes you weeks to recover. But I pray that it won't take her weeks, that it'll only take her uh, uh, a, a time spent well with the pre- in the presence of the Lord, and I thank you, Father God, for um, when she goes to unpack, that they do her home uh, quickly and that they do it correctly. I pray, Father God, for that favor and that hearing, Father God, that um, that you uh, touch those that are handling her case, Father God. That, that that you would um, give them the the understanding and whatever that that is needed for this case, Father God, and that it will go in her favor, Father God, for your glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
7: Amen. I do, thank you. And I Dr. decree bless the blessings you. on you as well, Carmen. Thank
1: you. I receive them in Jesus' name.
7: In Jesus' thank you, name. And you have a blessed evening.
1: You, too. It's always nice to hear your voice.
7: Thank you. Nice.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, All right, 442-242, your name and where- oh, oh, wait a minute. Um, let me go back to that other caller that I tried to call before. Um, 561-201. 561 561201. Okay, sounds like you may have been falling asleep. I'll try later on. All right. Um, 442242, two, four, two, your name and where you're from. Hi. My
9: name is Anna. Uh, I'm in Mississippi and Sonia's on the line too.
1: D, from Mississippi. Okay, give me one moment. Uh,
9: yes, uh, I'm I'm in Mississippi now.
1: And Sonia, and I'm in
3: Alabama.
1: Okay. In a minute, I'll, let me put you on mute. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lord, for for D, Father God, and for uh, Sister Sonia, Father, in the name of Jesus. You don't know, you don't understand this, but I see that the Lord has been moving on your behalf because you have been seeking him like never before and you think nothing's happening. But let me tell you, it is happening. You're moving the spirit realm. You're moving the hand of God. You're moving the hand of God, and it is working. Your time spent with the Lord is working. You're being changed from the inside out. You're being changed from the inside out. There is something that you don't see. The things of the spirit happen first, and then they manifest in the physical. And so we thank you, Father, for what you're doing right now in her life. I pray that, Father God, that, that 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 you encourage her to real, help her to realize that things are moving, that just because she doesn't see the things that she she thinks that she needs to see, that um, nothing's happening. They are happening. they They are happening. They are happening. Keep pressing in. Keep moving in. They're happening and pretty soon you're going to see some manifestations of all the things that you you've, um, talked with the Lord, the things that you asked the Lord. You're going to start seeing some manifestations of those things that you spent talking with him in, in your quiet time. So I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing indeed. I thank you, Lord. You know, and, but he's asking you for some things. He's asking you for some things. And you know what they are. You know what they are. You know what you have to give up too. You know that's between you and him. And so we thank you, Father God, for D, and we thank you for her life in Jesus' name. And we pray for Sister Sonia, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the wisdom of the Lord and Sister Sonia. Oh, Ramaki, Ramakai, Ririandara, Oh, Ramakai, Sister Sanya, there's much wisdom that comes from you. But sometimes the Lord will have us to, their season that He'll allow us to not say anything and just to listen. And just to listen, because you'll learn more sometimes by listening. And you'll know how to pray after that. You'll know how to pray for those that, you're, you're, that you love so much. Sometimes it's not meant for us to say anything, but just to listen, to listen. And the Lord will reveal to you much more as you listen, as you listen to those around you, as you listen to their hearts, so that you know, you know how to target in prayer. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. The Lord says, Thank you, Lord, for this sister. Thank you, Lord, for her heart. Her heart is after you. You're a prayer warrior, and the Lord is going to show you and reveal to you in different ways, ways that you haven't even thought about, the things that he wants you to pray about. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for these two sisters. He's our son in the name of Jesus. He's our son that i Thank you, Jesus. Let me get all right. D. Dee, you there? Yes, ma'am. Yes. All right. Have I talked to you
9: before? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't think I called in, but I don't. I don't think so.
1: Well, welcome. How long have you been listening to us?
9: Oh, well for some time. Sonya is the one that oh. that introduced me to Prophet Randy. Years oh, ago. Okay. Years, years ago. Yeah. So I listen to him and sometimes I make it <laughs> on and listen to Prophetess LaShawn. Um yeah,
1: you know, but, to LaShawn. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I haven't talked to her in a while. Um well it's good to have you on um tonight. Um blessed to have you on my show tonight. Um I pray that all is well. Is there anything you want prayer for? Anything you wanna say?
9: I just I just got a lot. Um a lot of things that, you know, um I guess are, are up in the air and um I'm just mm-hmm. uh kinda needing uh a uh, um a miracle and clarity in the direction that um I will need to go in.
1: Okay. Well from yeah. what I got
9: mm-hmm.
1: whatever it is that you've been praying for that God that God is hearing it. There is things that are already manifesting, yeah. But it takes place in the spirit, and then it manifests in the physical. So whatever you say, par- talking to the Lord, that that's what the Lord was confirming to you tonight. That yeah, it, it, he hears you, he knows. But there's some things that you have to give, give, give up. Amen. To him. Amen, man. Yeah. you know, so listen to that prophecy over and over again, and then yeah, they, the 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 Holy Spirit will bring it to your mind what it is that you have to
0: okay, do. okay.
1: All right you know? yeah. okay. but there is something on your part, something on your part, but that it's working, your prayers are 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 working, don't think they are not okay, okay. they're working Amen. just keep pressing it sometimes we have to press them because the enemy likes to also you know push to make it sound like. Nothing's happening. Nothing's working. And it's a lie. It's a lie. And, and you may not even notice the changes that are taking place in you. It's like my cousin. You know, I was telling that story tonight. I went to see a cousin of mine. I, got, I had this urgency for me to go. And my brakes on the car were, the lights were on the, the car with the brakes. And I, I was like, how am I going to get over there? And I just, I took off about two hours and a half drive and I went and she was feeling defeated but there when I took a look at her face I never had seen her face the way it looked at that moment I'm like wow you look really beautiful I told her and she goes oh thank you but then as I started looking around the house In the morning, while she was getting ready, I was looking in the living room, and I saw on her table, she was spending time with the Lord. And I went to her Bible, and I went to her devotion, and I was like, oh, my God, she's seeking the Lord. She's spending time with God. And so I asked her some questions. I said, you know, are are you seeking God? She goes, oh, yes, every day. I go, I spend time with God. That's all I do. And I go, that's why you look beautiful. I've never seen her look the way that she did. Never wow. before. I mean, I've seen I this cousin in sin, right? And she looked oh pretty God. ugly. The sin makes us <laughs> ugly, but when we spend time with the Lord, it makes us beautiful. Right. It's beautiful. And I was like, wow. And so then we got to talking, and then I, she told me other things. That I was like, oh my goodness, but In in her eyes, the enemy was messing with her. She was getting close to God in in a special way, but she didn't notice it that way. And so she was getting down. She was, you know, like, oh, I'm alone and this and that. Well, when I got there, when I first got there, she came down the stairs and ran across the street and just hugged me and, and, and cried and cried and cried. When I left that house, she hugged me and she had nothing but a big smile and she continuously <laughs> sends me texts and and um scriptures and things like that. I was like, Wow God What you doing? <laughs> but the enemy had to take me over there. It was an urgency because he was messing with her. He didn't she didn't realize that it was working.
9: Well I understand her... You know, because Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead, go ahead. No, no I wanna hear ahead. what you gotta say want you to forget go ahead i'm not gonna forget you know and so her her spending time you know the enemy will lie to you to the point where you think nothing is working but it is amen but like i explained to her things take place they manifest first in the spirit realm as you pray and you intercede and you do whatever it is that the lord is telling you to do then it takes place in the natural. We pray for our children. We pray for our, our loved ones. It could be years. But you think it's not happening, but it is happening. And in the, the meantime, it's changing you as you're you're praying for whatever situation. It's also changing you because you're in God's presence. Amen? Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I
9: can't I've, wait. I've, I've, got to... <laughs> I, I was just going to say I've had a series of things. That has happened this week In my family Just back to back to back to back And even myself I fell huh. After we were coming from church And um, I was coming Out of a Out of a store mm-hmm. off of the, uh, I stepped out of the door But the, the ledge was very short Phew. And I had a pretty hard call mm. But even Uh-oh. with that God shielded me Because I was in so much pain that night. I couldn't hardly walk my knee and then my, mm-hmm. my knee on one leg and my ankle on the other, um, on the other leg. And I was like, well, I got a, I got a child to take care of and I can't mm-hmm. be picking him up and, and stuff like this here, you know, from be hurting. And at the same time I was like, you know, why me? Why did that happen? Cause all this other stuff just happened, you know, and I know that, you know, he had been praying as a matter of fact yeah, I mean? different type of prayer and everything. And I was like And um even today the baby got got sick, you know, for a minute. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> it's just been one thing after the next after the next after the next, But I I I refuse to say what's next. I'm I I am not You know what I'm saying? I I, I learned in the ministry that I was in, you do not, yeah, I don't care how bad things, how bad they get, you don't You don't say stuff like, well, what's next? Or, you know. Uh, no, you don't, you don't go know, into agreement like that, with so, the enemy mm-mm. with your
1: mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. You have to be yeah. careful. Can I tell you something? I have a friend, yes, mm-hmm. and all hell was breaking loose in this friend's family's house with the grandchildren. With the uh, the family and and mm-hmm. I know why, because this friend decided to do things right before the Lord. Amen. And so, mm-hmm. in the natural, it may seem like, no, God is not listening to you. No, it's over. No, it's a lie. It's the enemy that is making you think that your decision to do what's right before the Lord that 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 doesn't matter no it's a lie the enemy's a liar
3: man. the enemy's a liar mm-hmm.
1: and he'll attack sometimes a little more to try to get you discouraged just like he did with my cousin try to get her discouraged oh yeah hey, but you know oh, what yeah. it, it, <laughs> i tell you that the, the transformation that has taken in her place in her life that she didn't even realize until i came and i put two and two together and i i I started telling her look this 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 and this and this and she was like oh yes that's true and i'm like now you see why you got to keep on uh, you know moving forth and now you understand that god is for you he's not against you and you will be blessed you will be blessed amen. oh amen she amen. was so happy so you got to understand that's the there's no Coincidence that I gave that story It's because those that Came on tonight needed to hear that Understand that God is with
5: you Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah God is is with you And he's Mm -hmm. going to continue to Mm -hmm. help you Don't allow the enemy to, To make you think that He's not with you He is with you and that fall, that was the enemy's attack. But you know what? You cover yourself and you hit hit it harder with prayer and cover yourself in the name of Jesus and anoint and your, your leg for it to heal quicker. And another thing, as you were talking, you know, compression socks all the way up to the knee, that helps. It's almost and like a girdle. You ever had a bad yeah, back and you put a I, girdle on it? I and have it's some. Just like a, yeah, that allows you to move around. Well, that helps you to put them on during the day so that it help you to um, heal quicker. And it, it helps the, the tendons, the muscles to have a chance to, to rest and, you know, to bring healing. And good shoes yeah. because uh, your your ankle is loose as we get older. um for some people, if they don't wear good shoes, it it doesn't help them. But if you have good I, shoes on, it'll help you to stay strong. And you know, you need good walking shoes where you're not gonna fall. And um right. shoes that you know, with the laces, you got to make sure that you your, your laces on tight. Or shoes Mm-mm. that you don't, don't need do laces. laces or yeah. yeah, but that hug your feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that hug your feet because if they're loose then your ankle's going to be loose and you're going to be wobbly. And so, I mean, right. even for young people, this is true, because I've worked with young people, and they're like, oh, Miss girl, my feet hurt. And I'll tell them, use this. Use this girl, the the compression socks, and these shoes. And they were like, oh, that's for old people. I go, okay, you want to keep on with the paint? Stay with the <laughs> paint. And they'll, 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 I go, they got cute colors. They got cute things now, because everybody needs them. It's not just the old people; it's young people too. You got to learn to take well, care of your body, and they and they do listen. They do listen. So, I mean, it's for all of us. Yeah, you know, I mean that's. I mean, I could tell you that it makes me even feel less tired when I use them when I'm standing up for a long time, and I use yeah. those compression socks. Oh my goodness! I could run circles around some of these young people when I have oh, them on. Fine. Yeah, you'll notice the difference. Good socks, good socks, compression socks, and good shoes.
9: Yes, ma'am.
1: You'll feel less tired, too.
9: Okay. All right, and
1: then come back and tell me how it works for you. All
9: right? I have some. I have some. I just haven't been wearing, not the compression socks, because I had not been wearing them, but I have good walking shoes. Good,
1: good yeah but they come mm-hmm. different colors cute colors different stuff even for young people everybody's wearing them now um so okay. i mean go check them out and and then but don't get them too tight cuz then it restricts your blood you know just no medium. Mine's a
9: prescription Mine prescription okay
1: so okay yeah but even sometimes the doctors get it wrong and they give them to you okay. too tight And so you determine if it is good for you and you feel better or if it's too tight because it shouldn't be so tight where it's so hard to get them off. It's enough for you to, you know, put them on and off. You know, it shouldn't be a struggle either, but it all depends on what your doctor says too. So they know, but sometimes, you know, doctors don't always know everything. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) But thank you though.
3: God Can bless I you. It? Bless you too. Go ahead, Sonia. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, is your name Carmen? Prophet is yes, Carmen. Ma'am. yes, ma'am. mean well, I, I really enjoyed this. And you talk like you knew me for years. You crowned everything.
1: That you said about me. Mm, praise the Lord! That's the Lord. That's the Lord trying to give you that message, so that you know that you're loved by Him. That He Amen. loves you. That He wants to give you the guidance that you need, so that you can reach more and, and do it all for His glory. Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Right. pray oh. right. so, cause I had a stroke. And I, the arm that half paralyzed, I keep okay. hurting it over and over. So okay. pray for my
1: arm and my legs to be healed. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Sure. I'll pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you see what our sister Sonia has had to go through, through the stroke, Lord. I pray whatever blockages are in her body, in her arms, in her legs, Father God, that you remove those safely out of her body in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father God, that you bring healing from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, and that you would allow her to move around. And I pray, Father God, that um, whatever is causing her brain to be blocked right now, we, I just ask you, Father God, to... Touch it right now Father God bring healing to uh, Her brain That brain side of the brain uh, With speech With movement We pray that your Holy Spirit go right there right now And touch her right now In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Thank you Lord for your, your anointing oil The healing touch The healing oil That touches her right now Thank you, Jesus. Bring yes. total healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank
3: you, Jesus.
1: Amen. Amen.
3: Amen you Jesus. know, thank you so much. Cause I don't know why I keep hurting that same arm. Well, when I was in the hospital, I felt out of the bed and I fell on top of that arm. Oh. And How when long ago did you
1: have a stroke?
3: September the 9th. That was oh, it hasn't been test. that long.
8: Huh? Okay. No. It hasn't been that long.
3: At, okay. the, at the same time I had an aneurysm. But okay. thank God
2: my life yeah. Yes.
3: my leg is I'm climbing it until I have a little uh, limp mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not using a wheelchair or a walker anymore sounds like you're recuperating was, yes I, I'm determined because even the doctor said that I'd be wheelchair. And, uh, wow. I was, I was working my muscles while I was laying in the bed. Good, good. And that's but what got
1: you this think. far. I could understand what you're saying. Some people that have strokes, you can't understand what they're saying. I can understand everything you're saying. So wow, you're getting
3: better. You, I am. I am. And I give God all glory. Yes. He brought me you a money long You know why? Because my work came through.
1: I didn't catch that that part. What would you say? The reason why he's doing it for me. My work Uh is not true. Yes, exactly. You still have more to do. You still have more to do. And this is going to be part of your testimony. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You keep pushing and don't allow the enemy to lie to you. All right. Amen.
0: All All
1: right. right. I know you. I got other colors, so I'm sorry it took so long. Oh, no, it's my pleasure. Well, thank you. You, God bless you. Anything else you want to say, Dee? No, that's it. Thank you. Are you well, on God
3: bless bless you. Say that say again.
1: Say that again, you. Are you on every
3: Saturday?
1: Yes, I was usually on Saturdays, but I had to take uh, take off for family business. Okay, well I'll be back. Yeah, all mm-hmm. right, I'll expect you back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all bless right. you. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Right. Bye. Good night. All right. Uh, 908305, your name and where you're from. 903, I mean, 908305. I'll come back to that person. I had this one, 561201. 561-201? Five six, one, two, zero, one, yeah, I know it gets late, and people get tired, All right, let's see nine zero eight three zero
8: five yes, uh, hello, this is Carol from New Jersey. How are you, Carmen?
1: Hey, nice to hear you? your voice. Let me pray for you first and then I'll come back. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for for Sister Uh Carol, Lord. Thank you, Father. nakai. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, the Lord is showing me like a corridor. And uh, down that corridor, there's an office. I I believe that there's something that has to do with uh, this office. Either you are working in the office. um, But uh, I I sense that the Lord is directing you there. And he's wanting you to know that he's there. That he's right there in in your midst. In that little rinky-dinky office in that little corridor that he's there and he's there with you he doesn't leave you nor forsakes you he's there with you whatever it is that you're going through in that place he's there with you <laughs> That's all I'm getting that from the Lord, thank you Jesus i I think that the main thing is what God is trying to tell me here is that he's with you, He hasn't abandoned you in that situation, so he's with you right there, and I guess you know about it, so I thank you, Lord, for whatever it is that my sister is going through or is at or um, whatever that situation is in that office, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in her life because you're with her. You don't leave her in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hey,
8: Carol. Hello. How are you? Good. i very well. It's been nice to talk to you. Um, yeah, I um, ever since ever since we talked, I, I was looking for a job, and the Lord got me a part time job doing um, oh. doing Christian counseling in a little small oh. office. <laughs> in a little small office. It's a startup company, small office, and it's a few days a week, and I'm like, I'm doing counseling. I love it, and I'm, yeah, it is a small, a small office, <laughs> and um, that's wild. But even so, I'm doing that, and um, I'm going for my LCSW. Um, I have my LSW, but I'm going to take the test, and I it took so long to get the job, you know, and now it's a blessing. I love going there. It's wonderful. And the Lord is gonna add more mm. hours. And um he said, Yep, that's what he wants me to do and um so yes, in that little yep, I said, Lord <laughs> Jesus, it's just a part time job. I need more money <laughs> So the Lord's like You know what I love in it the midst of that Yeah. You know, for yes, now. He's in and, the midst and um of
1: I mean that could yeah. go somewhere else or maybe it becomes bigger, we don't know, but whatever it is, it's of the Lord. Right now that's of the
8: Lord. That's praise the Lord. It's a um it's a Christian it's a Christian faith based counseling. No wonder it's of the Lord. <laughs> I guess to tell people about Jesus. The only thing is that it's very interesting because um thank you for praying with me. I always enjoy talking to you. It's a blessing. Um, I uh, What's the word? Um, the person that I know, it, that's how I got this job. There's somebody from the church I belong to call, called me up and said, how would you like a job? I'm like, okay. And it came out of nowhere's land, truthfully. And I went there and they hired me. And it was interesting. And I said, wow, it's faith-based, and I love it. I remember when everybody says they don't like to job, I'm like, I love my job. Um, yes. And I guess the only thing I'm I wanted to say was that but the only thing that happened today and I wanted to call about is that the lady that hired me, I mean, the friend mm-hmm. of mine that introduced me to that place, right, and it worked out mm-hmm. well, um, is for some reason leaving. They got they, she looked sick to me when I seen her. I said, you don't look well, and I don't know what's going on with the person that is the mm-hmm. friend of mine that hired, that hired me, to, but now I'm I'm mm-hmm. there, and they, they like the work I'm doing. I like that, but it's interesting. I said, Lord, why did you have me go? To, I guess maybe she opened the door because I've been working here for about maybe five months, but... I, I said, Lord, you are God of Swiss centurns. turns. I can't figure out anything with God. <laughs> We're not supposed to, are we? <laughs> but she, it's it's all for his and purpose and plan. plan. What's that? It's his
1: purpose and plan. We just have to be obedient and
8: do whatever it is yeah, that even, he wants us to do. Even, even though I said, how come, how come the Christian woman met? look sick and I'm praying for her. She looked like she was sick. I mean, I don't know what was going on with her, but definitely she was not well. And I said, you, well, so what's the matter? I said, you don't, you, you know, what's, are you feeling well? And she's like, she wasn't. And now, now she's left the job. I mean, well that's probably it, but... why
1: I was getting that and that why God is letting you know about that office because you were probably going to feel bad about the whole situation, but this is all from the Lord. And so do will feel bad. Is... Yeah, yeah and it'll she'll to have to her time me, to heal. Okay. Yeah, and, What's that? and you can pray for you can pray for her and she'll have her time to heal. But there is a reason why you're there. God is, is well, I mean, God is letting you know that this is all His doing. He's got yeah, a purpose I guess and like, a plan for you. He's there in your midst. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, why am I going to get it from nowhere? Oh, a corridor <laughs> and then an office, a small yeah, it's, office.
8: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a really it's, it's
8: a God little, showing it's you a tiny counseling office. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful building, but it's small. It's not big at all. It's a start up Christian counseling company business. Well that's why. That's why and the Lord, and the Lord told me to and, and I and the you know you know, the people that I counsel are people with anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. uh, dementia, um, today which was really wild. Today I counseled somebody who was uh were they? Um, they were um they, they didn't believe in the Lord. They were Indian or something, which is fine. I'm saying that uh-huh. they're not full Christian that come through my doors. And you know what? The lady that came through, and I wanted to tell her about Jesus. Can I say
1: something before you continue? As sure. we were, uh, As we were uh, praying for you, I was always praying for you. I, I sense that this is the Lord's direction. You need to anoint your office. Okay. Um, yeah. At the beginning of the day um anoint the walls the door and, you know where you're sitting at so that okay. god can ha- the holy spirit can have total control of what's going on and that they, these people that come to you that god will give you that wisdom and god is in in all of this but there's some things that we have to do on our part um and so i was seeing that that you needed to anoint it because with dealing with all that kind of stuff anxiety those are spirits so Those are uh-huh. And so, um, you know, to keep you protected and also for them, you know, so that God does whatever it is that he needs to do with each person, you know, that anointing is there. So make sure that daily. I remember uh, going to the college, right? And uh, the university. And um, there was this one professor that he was the one that needed help. <laughs> There were students that would cuss at him because they, he would make them so mad. He was always changing things to the point where people were already stressed, and so he was making things worse. And so the atmosphere was like really charged. And so every day I would go there and pray over the walls, the board, the, the the chairs. I would try yes, to get yes. there ahead of time to set the atmosphere. Uh, you know, different because I had heard all these things about this professor and I had experienced these things with this professor that I'm like, I got to do something because, uh, you know, I can't allow the enemy to have his way. So I would do it quietly without anyone seeing it. And I I tell you, the atmosphere started changing.
8: Oh, my. I have have holy oil. I will – you know, anoint that yeah. office with the holy oil and they are Christian yeah. people there and um, so I was, I, I actually was today, I said, Lord Jesus I know I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be there but of course uh, You have authority what's that? in your office You have authority in your office
1: You have authority in your office You do it in your office and Amen. then you'll see the difference
8: Amen, and then also I was going to say that that's what I was praying about, but I, um, definitely God has take, taken the oppression off my life. He's, Mm. yeah, absolutely. I went to a, and now, now I belong to a really nice church. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. getting involved in Bible study. I'm doing my music again. Um, and also I just pray that I get my, take the LCSW test so that I can do my, you know, I'm a therapist and, um, that's Mm -hmm. what the Lord wants me to do for now and um you know and maybe do some online whatever but uh, yeah i'm just very contented yes. right now yeah. yeah yeah god is good
1: because the lord is in it in all of this is involved in all of this and there's going to be other stuff but uh allow him to guide you and so that you know then and and um uh, be careful because um with the rest of the group just do it In your office. Just say that again. Just do it in your office. Okay. Um, I know that we want to involve everybody else, but not everybody that says they're Christians, are Christians. You know, they know of the Lord, but they don't know to live for the Lord or they don't really know him. And so you you might be surprised (laughs) what you might find out with that. So it's best for you to do it. Between, you know, you and, and the Lord. And you'll see. The things that we do in secret, God brings out in the open.
8: Right. Amen. And the lady the lady who's an owner, when she um, advertises for it, she says she believes in Jesus and that it's a faith-based okay. program. Okay. I think she knows the Lord. I do. I believe that. Mm-hmm. But, uh-huh. uh, but I'm don't.
1: not saying that she's not, but I don't know the whole situation around. All I'm getting is just do it in your own office.
8: Okay, that's fine. I agree with you because I don't really know why. I, I, when, when I pray about it, I sense there was some sort of tension there. Um, I guess I still say, and I don't know what you think about this uh, biblically, but I don't think that friends, close friends, because they were close friends, and now they're, she's leaving that office, whatever, whatever. When I'm, I don't think it's good for people to work with other people who are Christian, especially in a business, if you're close friends. I don't think that's biblical. Well, it
1: all depends on the Lord, what the Lord wants to do in our lives. If God says to do it one way, we do it the way that he says, and it always comes right. out right. You know, that's but, true. You know, yeah, it has to be the Lord. If we do things according to the way the Lord says to do them, we're going to always be
8: okay. And it's when and we do our I own thing, we get amen. In trouble. And I, haven't, I haven't spoken, you know, I haven't been on, on the line for a while, but I... Um, I uh, Prophet Noah, his name was Prophet Noah. Did I to mention this to you? Mm-hmm. Prophet Noah I called him, he was on a prayer line. It was in March of last year and he said it was a breakthrough year for me. I broke through. I don't have that oppression I used to have. And um he said, You need to anoint your head with the oil, pray to the Lord every day. And read the word and he said you'll see your life will change now I think that happened sometime in March or April and I was stuck for so long and after that happened I got that phone call sometime in June wow. and then and it took a while you know you have to get all the paperwork whatever stuff I had to do before then but it took a few months mm-hmm. for me to just get acclimated to get starting in September
0: mm-hmm. and
8: um he said, watch when you do that, that's what's going to happen, and it did, and I've been doing that every day, praying, reading the word, every single day, and it really has made a difference, it just has, because you have to be dedicated to the things of the Lord, you know, and um, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do, so this is, the Lord told me this, last year was my breakthrough year, and this year is my moving on year.
1: Amen, amen. That's good. That's great, Carol. And you sound very different. I, I've been listening to you for some years when you call call um, the line on Saturdays, and you sound very different. So definitely the Lord is doing a great job, a great thing in your life. Um, and I, I praise God for that. I thank the Lord for that. I I, I see it. I hear it. I hear
8: it in your mm. voice. Well, he has had breakthroughs for me because for, and I, I think I mentioned this, but I used to suffer with anxiety. My family <laughs> did, and I went, and of course, the prophetic grace, the network was very helpful for me, but I also went to Reboot Recovery, and it's a group of people that had to get healed, and it's Christian program to get healed from trauma, any trauma that we go through in our lives and it's and it was so beautiful cuz it uses the word of god and it's um let might be able to check you're in um where are you in uh cal you're not in california where are you in texas no, or something texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's around the country reboot recovery um beautiful christian mm-hmm. program so if you check it out um it's offered all around the state and it's growing it's growing quickly cuz it's helping people who are years well, and years good. So I don't know there, if you're interested. After COVID,
1: imagine. it seems like a lot of people, uh, it did something to people's um, emotions, um, exactly. their emotions. So, a lot of people, I mean, they, they're some are angry, some are anxious, you know, I, and I hear it in New York, I hear it in Puerto Rico, I hear it in Florida, I hear the same story everywhere. People saying right, the same but, thing, but...
8: Yeah, it's RebootRecovery.com, and then there was also something called Set Free Ministries, which is a healing and deliverance program out of Michigan. And the Lord led me to these places, and that's what I did last year, and it just set me free. And, of course, talking to Prophet Noah and talking to the – Prophetic Grace Network. And um, then, Dort, there was a lot of unforgiveness that I had to work on. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely, totally true. I had to forgive people from my heart. And I said, Lord, I can't. And the Lord, Lord, I worked on that for two years, just forgiving Mm -hmm. people and going to them and saying, I'm sorry. And it was like was waiting waiting for me to do that and that was my breakthrough just forgiving people who hurt my heart and i'm um, just learning how to deal with people who are and broken, forgiveness like can cause
1: illnesses
8: yeah and there and there is, um i'm scientific because i i think i've been mentioned to you that um i i and you just continue to pray for the music and the and the and the book as well. The Lord wants me to move forward with that this year. I don't know how He's going to do it, but He told me to do that. So you can pray about that. But forgiveness, there is scientific and medical proof to prove. Of course, we know the Bible is true, but some people need scientific and medical proof, and there is absolutely scientific and medical proof to prove that people that are not that do not forgive have. More emotional problems, have more mm-hmm. physical problems, and everybody's like, and you know what? It's and I said, but it's all in the word. It's the word of God, and when we and then the Lord told me, I want you to live that. I said, Lord, you need help me with it. And I tell you, I really don't have that oppression I had. It's gone. It's just gone.
1: Yeah, it'll bring depression on you um, when you're holding things against others,
8: and it's really.
1: You're holding a, like a dead person on you. You stink. <laughs> your life stinks. <laughs> when you release them, you feel a difference. You, real, you feel that release. And, I and mean, it, it takes in your heart. It'll it'll lodge in your heart. It'll lodge in any part of your body, you know. But mostly it's um, in the stomach area, in the heart area, um, where people have, in the mind, in the brain. You know the enemy oh, attacks
8: yeah. those areas, mhm, absolutely, yeah. and we had, and also the Lord told me to do spiritual warfare. I didn't realize the of course not being um not being aware of it, I knew there was prayer, but he told me I have to do spiritual warfare every day. you have to do um spiritual war put- on the breastplate of righteousness and the renewing our mind mm-hmm. um, the, every day. So yes, the armor of God
1: mhm. And this is one of the things that I spoke to about with my cousin, because there was a lot of unforgiveness with things that others had done to her. And I explained to her, you know, that that's going to take a while. But, you know, you continue pressing in on that and forgiving and forgiving any other memories. You forgive, you forgive, you know, because sometimes they come in like in layers and it'll come, a memory, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you deal with that, but you need to deal with it. You don't just let it go. You deal with it, and you forgive. Okay, they did that. Okay, I forgive them for that. Uh, they did that. Oh, okay, I forgive them for that. And before you know it, you've uncovered layers of unforgiveness, you know, because sometimes the longer you've mm-hmm. been with someone, the the more they've done. And so uh, – you have to, and especially yourself, for allowing all that to happen to you, you know. And so, you know, we we sometimes are the last person that we want to forgive. But when you see that someone had, sometimes it's with people that have low self-esteem, they come around and they cause trouble. And you have to learn to forgive them. But that does not mean that because you forgive them, that you have to allow them back into your life. They you have know, to earn I, I, trust. They have to learn earn um, that that opportunity to be back into your life. Because if they broke the trust, they did stuff. They, you know, you do forgive them, but that does not mean that you have to take them back and, and things are the same as normal.
8: No. No. You have to build that trust, otherwise you would never be able to reconcile in relationships. Um, but I have to say one thing about the forgiveness thing. I had to forgive some people, and one particular person that I was very close to, whose Christian sister did absolutely. I said, I'm re-, I said, I'm really sorry. I said, I, I said, really, God changed my heart, and you know, I mean, I don't think I was deliberately going and intentionally trying to hurt people. Like some people are just, you know, what I'm saying. I'm not perfect. But, but I know you i', know, I, I it's
1: did, because they have low self esteem and sometimes they they hurt because they're they hurt other people because they're hurt themselves
8: exactly but i I wanted to mention one of my friends who was a Christian sister in the ward and i and uh, apparently it wasn't there when that person had gotten sick you know and i they're like I was like quote unquote best friends I don't even know if she should even call anybody a best friend i don't I don't not think that causes problems but anyway um, I was very close to this person and I did mention, I said, I'm really sorry from my heart. I said, there's someone some way I can make it up to you. I'm sorry I wasn't there for that person. But truthfully, that's the time that I had so many people dying in my family, about 16 people dying in a year. My brother had died, a whole bunch of stuff had, and, and, and financially, I'm still hurting financially, but I, I literally couldn't even afford anything. I'm still having a difficult time, but God's getting me out of it financially. Yeah, um, And they just didn't understand it. And I said, I just cannot get to your house because I just don't have the money to keep traveling to your house. I have to have other obligations. I'm going to funerals every other day. And you know what? That wasn't good enough for that person at all. Even though I did go there, I visited him in the hospital. They wanted me to stay well, with that person care. for six months straight.
3: You know, and I for you I, know,
8: I, I, forgi- I said forgive me, and I begged them, and they didn't want to forgive me. They're like, no, I built trust, and I can't, I can't be friends with you ever again. But you, like, okay.
1: one thing that I've learned, one thing that I've learned is that sometimes the more you give to people, they expect it, and mm-hmm. they don't see, you know, they they have their issues that blind them to the truth. And so you can't do anything about that. You can be as kind as you want, and you can bend backward as much as you want. And I've learned that with some family members. Thank God that not it was only a small amount of of the family that I dealt with that uh, two in particular. But the more mm-hmm. you gave, the more they expected. And it's almost like they look at you like you're you're my servant and right. you can't allow yourself you have to protect yourself from people like that consider those are narcissists that they expect you and they know where who to target too cuz they can pick well, it they, out they can they pick a person they, they would
8: they would target me because i i really want to help people have that not that i'm bragging but the lord has given me that gift i love to help people i just do i, I enjoy it that's good that, help people that have that, that get, narcissist that
1: narcissist spirit, they're going to target people like you, uh, giving and people, people that are, are loving. Yeah, but with them, you have to especially stern with them. You have to be really, you know, tough because they'll take over and they'll make you feel that it's like your fault. So
8: Wait, you have and to be careful. That
1: we- that, not that you don't love them. You always let them know that you love them but you do not allow them to put you in the place that they want to put you
8: and how right, they, they want my, to use And And my thing is That's that I I, really, I I actually believe that this particular person, I know they come from a very a, a divorced family and they were very critical. Mm-hmm. They didn't get along with there their mother, know. I'm sure of that. And I'm not fixing myself and the Lord's like, you know what, if they treat their own mother like that, this is not a family man, this is a close Christian sister friend of mine for many years, no for many, many years. And they didn't want to forgive me, but then the Lord's like, You expect them they 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 and actually they said I uh, that they said, I'm really happy to be like my mother now meaning the mother was very critical and she said, No, I just wanna be just like my wow. mother. My mother So I'm thinking, Oh my goodness Whatever <laughs> So I said, yeah, okay. no, but that's
1: not your responsibility to change them. You leave them alone, oh, and you leave them in God in prayer, and you let God deal with them. them. Some of these yeah, people can don't have any help. They just love being that way. They thrive at being mean to other people. They thrive at using other people and making them feel like they're better than other people. And you know, if you allow, you know, in the Bible it talks about that spirit of of narcissism. Is if uh, it's really a spirit of Jezebel, and in the Bible it talks about that we are not to allow that Jezebel to have her way, because then we, are,
8: we the Lord will deal with us. The Lord will deal that's with true. us. We are not to allow people. Mm-hmm. But the only thing is that person used to be wanting to be a missionary and everything. I don't know what happened after they got sick. Oh, no, they they had they, to understand. into the,
1: They're in the Christian faith too. You know, a lot of them but, hide they, under they, 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 that they're they're they, um what is that word um that they're they um, altruistic, they just, that they're really yeah. altruistic, but that's not who they really are. You'll find you'll see them. I've seen pastors that are like that. And they'll use you until you don't have nothing else to be used. You they'll wear you out.
8: These pastors will wear think, you out. And you're like, I don't oh, think they, you know? I don't think they do it on I don't think they do it on purpose because they say that twenty and I'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. In other words, twenty percent of the people in the church do 80% of the work. So if you got a person like myself that has that gift of help, yes, a pastor will probably say, yeah, help me out. I don't have the help. And I don't even but know if they why do that's we on have post to post rely, Carol, we have to rely on the Holy Spirit to guide us. Exactly. We can't do exactly.
1: things because we want to help other people. Everything exactly. we do has to be
8: filtered through God. If he and says you know, go, and I, then
1: you go. If he says no, then you say no.
8: And do you know that because I started to do that and I took these classes and, and you know, God had to heal my heart from all that. And because so I said, well, Lord, I, I did say, Lord, you told me to love one another. And he said, well, you know what? There's people I have assigned to you and the people I don't, like this lady exactly. at the job. You know, who I've, mm-hmm. the Lord's like, she helped you out to get in that job, but now you have to let her go because she told me, when I told her, I said, I really care about you. I said, if you ever need someone to talk to, I'm here for you. And she's like, nope, I don't. I have my husband to talk to. Please don't. You know, I guess I didn't know all the other stuff was going on. So she probably doesn't want me to know, and I don't need to know. It's not my business. I'm not going yep, to be up. Exactly. Like,
1: you know, not that, deal well, with that's them. probably why You're she's not. treating
8: me that way. That's it, and the Lord's like, we're not like I always say, we're not
1: Holy Ghost Junior. (laughs) We we gotta learn to stop trying to fix everybody, you know, because we fix our children. We think that we no 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 don't fix your children, don't fix your family. Let God do it. When God does it, He does it better than we can. God knows what He has to
8: do. And do you know what? It's really interesting because when my sister was suffering so bad with anxiety, you know pills and things like that just really whatever and all of a sudden like the lord's like and and my sister's like i'm trying i was trying to help her invited her to the trauma group she's going there i think that's going to help her thank god but the Mm -hmm. lord said to me because my sister would get upset with me and i'm like you should pray you pray read the word and she said i don't want to do that i don't i don't need to get upset with me and i said and the word said let her be pray for her and ask somebody else to help her because even jesus family and i didn't know this because i need to read the word even jesus family rejected him because um it just seems to be like the hardest people to get through are our family members because they know us so well so if we go around and say you know, you should do this or you shouldn't do that. They're like, who are you to tell me that? At least that's the reactions I've gotten.
1: Mm -hmm. Always run to the Lord and allow him to guide you in everything you say and do. Um, Sometimes it's best not to say anything. If you've had issues with them in the past, then you know that they're going to push some buttons. They know exactly which buttons to push leave them alone
8: yeah, and and, pray. and I don't think and I, I honestly don't think like my sister that suffers from bad anxiety is the type of person that say like, I, I definitely want to do that first. she's really suffering with really bad anxiety so I want to be compassionate a lot of to fear. her
1: it's basically what it is is a lot of fears and uh-huh. so we have to leave them in the hands of the lord the lord is the one that's going to set them free if they allow the lord to set them free there's some exactly. people that that can't get healing because they want they expect god to do things their way and they don't they don't listen to what god says so you know they don't get no healing and so we can't make anyone get what they don't want we have to just pray for them and allow the holy spirit to work in their lives and that's all we can do and and i've dealt with that in in my own family there's some people that don't want they're very religious And, I mean, everybody's seeing it except for them. Everybody's seeing it except for them. But all God is asking us to do is to cover them with love and to pray. And that's That's it. That's true. Let God do it. Let the Holy Spirit, you know, and not talk about it. Just leave it alone. And if we have talked about it and talked to others about it, let's repent. And say, God forgive me for for touching that person. Help them, help them to to realize, you know, that they need you, and and leave it in God's hands. That's all you can do. You can't make anybody do what what they don't want to do. But the exactly. Holy Spirit can has, convince them. The Holy Spirit can convince them.
8: So my we thing is sometimes the Lord. Sometimes the Lord says to pray and fast for people. Um, yeah uh, and the, break Lord, the same. Uh, sometimes I, I pray praying fast for people now i was like well who do you want me to pray and fast for and the lord's like i want you to pray and fast for this person and the lord's mainly said to pray and fast for myself that that god has set me free and he really has set me free and i am just that's amazing I like I, just, I
1: have an example
8: i prayed for yeah.
1: this one person and i i, I was telling this person that this, the way that they were believing wasn't the way the word of God was telling us. Oh, they got offended. They got mad. So I said, I ain't saying nothing anymore. I'm just going to put it in prayer. And I'm like praying in tongues, praying in tongues for the, every time the Holy Spirit would show me this person, I would pray in tongues for them. And then shortly after something that was preached, they got it and it hit them like a, it hit them hard. And that person was like, oh, my God, you were right. And I'm like, no, God was right. <laughs> I was telling you what God was 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 saying. You just weren't accepting it. But when the Holy Spirit came in with the same words, it just penetrated. Boom. And it got into his spirit. And he was set free. This person was Amen. set free. From all that, it was religiosity, too. It was a lot of religious work. And they were like, whoa. I never seen that in the Word. Um, But but when they heard it being preached, it something hit. But it was with preaching and prayer. The Holy Spirit used both things. So we don't know how God is going to do it. We just have to pray. And the last thing we do is pray. We want to talk about it. We want to say this and that about it. No, love covers a multitude of sins. Forgive us, Lord, for, for, for talking about other people and not praying about them. And we lift them up, all the people that we've talked about, we lift them up and we ask you to deal with them, help them, and set them free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, because Amen. they need you. They wouldn't be acting this way because uh, if they had you, they wouldn't be acting this way. So we thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in Those in our lives, in our family, in our friends, those in our church, Father God, we just give them to you in Jesus' name, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
8: Amen. Amen. Is there anything else,
1: Carol, that you'd like to share?
8: Yeah, I'd just like to share that that the Lord, every time I pray, it's like, Lord Jesus, just humble. Humble your people. Humble. Humble us. Oh, you did want music. You wanted a uh, prayer for your your music and your book. So let me pray for yeah, you. you word, like, to... Yeah, I'm not words. Like, yeah, I I actually, um, this is a whole another thing that happened to me. Well, it happened a while ago. I was at a church service, and um, I sang at a church service, and then this man came up to me who was singing, and he said, "You know what? The Lord told me to give you voice lessons because He wants you to sing." And he gave me free voice lessons, and he has. He said, and it's because the Lord told him to do that. Did I tell you that? Uh,
1: I I think you did. Yeah, this was a wow. So do you know right. that
8: man? Do you know that man is still giving me voice lessons because he knows it's the Lord oh, and he's nice. really helping me with my singing. And we are going to do some singing, and really, um. And he said the only reason he said that the Lord told him mm-hmm. to do it, and he said I'm going to help you with because he wants you. to He said. I said, you know, I want to sing and play guitar. And he said, listen, I'm going to help you with it. But he said, you have to be committed to that. And I know the, that was of the The live stream is
1: going to go off in a minute. Let me pray for you real quick before I sure. pray for the next thank person. Oh, thank you. Father sure. God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for Carol. We thank you for the music that you're you're bringing her into, for the book that she's writing. We pray that your guiding um, hand and um uh, that you touch her, Father God, and you guide her in everything that's written there, the the singing, that it would be anointed, that would touch people and set them free in Jesus' name. All right, Carol, let me go to the next one and see if I can still get them before they get um, knocked oh, off. Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, it's been nice a, pleasure. You. It's a pleasure. God bless you. 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 All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Uh, I want to go to five six one two zero one. You Are you there? Five, six, one, two, zero, one. We pray Father God for this person that's on the line. We thank you, Father God, for their love. Father God for you Thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in their lives, Lord. I pray, Father God, that the things that are stagnant in their lives that father God they do would just touch them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, bless them and bless them financially, bless them, Father God, in their families, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. Let me turn that on. Um, I have another caller on the line um, right before we we close. Um, If you want ministry, you still have time. Um, If not, uh, we'll end the show. God bless everybody. I see nobody's raising their hand. There's people listening, but they don't have their hand raised. All right, so thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for for being on this uh, call tonight. I pray that you be blessed, that God blesses you, that God keeps you, and um, that his face shine upon you in Jesus' name. God bless. Have a wonderful week in Jesus' name. Amen. Good night.